0: Welcome to Sagan Podcast. I am your host, uh, TFB Truth Lives. Um, tonight, uh, Kai decided to uh, ditch the podcast and complete a raid instead of being on here and in view, interviewing our wonderful, wonderful, amazing guest. Um, I'm just going to skip right to that part anyways. Um, which we're joined by Jiggy, uh, J-O-035. I, may, I need to make that clear. Um, he's one of our newer members in the and community. He's been very active and willing to help Anyone in a raid, always willing to run any activity and help out his fellow clanmates. How are you doing, Jakey?
1: I'm doing absolutely splendid.
0: Always good to hear. Always good to hear, man. Got anything going on
1: this week for you,
0: or no?
1: No, not really. You know, just February. Yeah. Work every day and sleep every weekend.
2: Right.
0: Well, I do got I, I do have one question for you before we even start the interview, anyways. But mm-hmm. um, what is your thoughts on Kai ditching the podcast just to do a raid instead of hanging out with you? And, and me?
1: I think it's straight up bogus, and I would like to file a formal grievance towards him.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Kai! This is this is not going to be a fun episode for him because he's not going to be here to defend himself.
1: Oh, he's going to get wrecked.
0: (laughs) Well, you know how this works tonight. We're going to go through some interview questions. We're going to interview Jiggy, learn more about him. Um, Then we're going to talk about some movies and entertainment we've been watching, uh, listening, reading, however you want to talk about it. And we'll talk a little bit of our show topic of the week. We'll go into our lore discussion for this week. We'll talk about the Destiny 2 news, which was going to include the TWAB and the patch notes from the latest patch. Then we're going to talk about our other gaming news, and then get into the questions for the show, and hit up our Music for the Playlist there, which you can also find a link in our uh, podcast, I believe. If not, it'll be added tonight. It'll be in our podcast description, and in our episode description, so you can check that out and be able to listen to the uh, playlist. But uh, if you're ready, we'll get right into it. Let's do it. All right. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about
1: yourself? Uh, Yeah. Um, Just uh, spend most of my time um, at work. I am a payroll assistant for a company that owns and operates um, different restaurant franchises. Cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, so what, so what, all, what all do you do? I mean, in the, in the, in the, just finances?
1: So, I mean, we, our, our main priority is just obviously making sure people get paid. Right. Um, but we take care of a lot of the hiring process of all of our employees across the, the country. Um, make sure that all of their personal information is correct so that we don't run it in. To any problems down the road with taxes or other payment issues and stuff like that.
0: Cool, man. Cool. But, Sounds interesting. Not really. <laughs> I mean, I could just grab my job in two words: dirt factory. There you go. Oh, dirt factory. <laughs> So you got a way more interesting life than I do, man. Come on.
1: (laughs) I mean, to be honest, I used to actually work with dirt, but it was more on like the testing side of things. Oh, okay.
0: You were in the analytical section.
1: Yeah, it was uh, geotechnical engineering stuff. Nice. But
0: there's a lot of work. A lot of numbers, too. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Ugh, gross.
1: Reports. Uh, oh, <laughs> typing up reports. Oh, man. Gotta be like, legally
0: correct and all yeah, that fun fuck. jazz. And you've gotta write it in such a way that everybody understands. And it has to have all the scientific data. And that's a lot of shit. I've seen yes. some of our charts from where I work, and it's, it's I'm like, damn! I don't even know what the fuck half <laughs> this shit means! <laughs> <laughs> Why is this bar bigger than this bar? What the hell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seriously,
0: yeah. yeah, that's cool though. That's Cool. At least you enjoy it,
1: or is it just a job? Sort of. <laughs> I mean, as as of right now, it's mainly just a job. But uh, trying to go back to school and get a degree. Nice. Um, this uh summer. So, see how that goes.
0: Nice, man. So, so where, where, how did you get your start in gaming?
1: So, it's kind of funny. Like, when I was a little kid, um, there were years that would go by, and I would just ask every year, um, like, for Christmas, I'd ask for a PlayStation, because my cousin had a PlayStation. All my friends had a PlayStation, and I was just like, come on. And every year, it just like disappointment. Um, but then one year, my parents, for my birthday ended up getting me a GameCube back when the thing was like OG and everything. And uh, I thought it was great and all, but it just wasn't what I wanted. And so I would literally like take time and plan out ways to sneak over to my friend's house to go and play um, Halo with them. Because my parents weren't huge into like the whole shooting games and stuff like that and so just go over to my friend's house and play halo with them all the time
0: i get that i get that a lot (laughs)
1: Uh, and then oh no no no, you're good go ahead keep going sorry (sighs) i mean then eventually um i was able to get my first i got an xbox 360 and i had to kind of lie to my parents just to let them buy or to allow me to buy certain games because they didn't want rated M games at the time and so one time actually I bought Call of Duty World at War from somebody online and I took it over to my friend's house and we printed off the the rated T for teen symbol and pasted it over the cover of the game
2: damn
1: (laughs) just to get it so that my parents wouldn't question it I thought it was hilarious. That's
0: insane, man! I d- would never have thought of something like that. It, it took <laughs> me, my parents, so long to let me play any kind of first-person shooter. It wasn't until my buddy brought his Xbox 360 because at the time I only had a PS2. Mm-hmm. He brought his Xbox 360 over, and he had I think it was which one was it Modern Warfare 2 or Modern Warfare? It was Modern Warfare 2. And I played uh-huh. a campaign of that. And I played the multiplayer. By the time, I didn't have onla- on we didn't have online at that time. <clears throat> so we okay. just played versus each other, and it was fun. Actually, we, we <laughs> actually hooked up all four Xbox 360 controllers. Two, two that were just standing there respawning so we could kill them and get XP and level up our characters. So we could unlock <laughs> new shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I get it completely. I'm doing that whole thing, you know. That's cool, though. crazy i i would never have thought about printing off a rated t sign and gluing it to a damn that is genius holy dude i had to
1: i had to get clever as a child because my parents were so strict when it came to the gaming stuff they were you know those types of parents that were just like this is gonna rot your brain you're Mm -hmm. not gonna be able to learn and all that so i had to get pretty clever damn dude it's crazy. It's
0: crazy. But, um, so, so besides gaming, what are some other hobbies that you have?
1: So I'm really big into, like, the outdoors. Um, love going camping. Um, I used to be pretty big into cycling. Um, until life got crazy and I started to have to take a step away from that. But, uh, I like to go. Boating, water skiing, wakeboarding, just being in nature in general.
2: Nice. It's
0: always fun. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody that does anything like biking or anything yet. It's been interesting. It's kind of cool.
1: It's just one of those like adrenaline rush types of things because yeah. you have to. So you you ride all the way up the mountain and then on the way back you just haul down. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs so fucking fun. breaks, man? Seriously. <laughs> I, I even took them off. No shit. Damn. Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: uh, that's cool, though. That's fun. I, I mean, I, I used to do a lot of that kind of stuff outside, but uh, anymore, I don't do it anymore. I don't have time for it. I barely have time to do half the shit I have at home. Right. <clears throat> My honey-do list is massive. <clears throat> <clears throat> I got three trees. I got to plant at some point. Ooh. That my wife bought in December.
1: Ooh. Don't know why. <laughs> she just bought some trees.
0: She bought some trees, and she expected me to be able to dig a hole with a shovel in December.
1: Come on, man! You can't do that. Not in
0: Nevada. Dude, For... the ground's fucking frozen oh, by like November, Freak!
1: Dude. What a scrub.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like, bring that story up to her. I'm like, why, why did you do this? Why did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fun, though. It's fun. That's cool, though. Cool. Yeah. What genre of games do you prefer to play?
1: I mean, for the most part, it is, like, first-person shooters. Um, but I, every now and then, I enjoy a good, um, like, a racing game or even sometimes a sports game, like hockey or football
0: i can't get behind those sorry
1: <laughs> i know a lot of people that can't but it's more just like the nostalgia of it because yeah. i grew up playing football and sports was my yeah, life I'm and tired. so you know the I connection did i did not
0: <laughs> i did not play sports growing up i played one year of baseball never went back i just never was very good at it and so i just man nah. Nah.
2: Anyway, but
1: unpopular opinion baseball sucks well,
0: I mean, I, I didn't have I don't mind it. it. I think it's an interesting game. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to watch it.
1: <laughs> right.
0: It's like it'd be kind of boring. <laughs> I mean. But I don't watch a lot of uh, sports anyways. I'm not a big sports guy. I never have been. It just wasn't my thing, and I never understood why you'd want to play a football video game when you can go outside and play the damn game outside.
1: Hey, some of us don't have friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's mean, not so, like too. I can just walk out there and be
0: like,
2: "Hey guys, let's go play some football."
0: True, true. I just, I just always think it's funny. I'm like, "Damn, why, Just, just why?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird question on that on that same topic. But do you play any strategy games?
1: Um, I have, and I I really do have a hard time like getting behind them. Okay, my okay my wife's friend got me into the jurassic park evolution game okay and i thought that was quite a bit of fun but that's just because i like dinosaurs yeah um and so like there's still a lot of strategy behind it
2: yeah yes
0: right. that's cool though i mean i'm just kind of curious because i play quite a few strategy games i was kind of curious to know if you played strategy games as well or anything
1: do you play like um, PC, Xbox, or, like, mobile? Xbox. Xbox.
0: So the strategy games I'm thinking of are, like, uh, I'm talking uh, Halo Wars. Okay. Because um, that's technically considered an RTS. Mm-hmm. If you know what that means. No. <laughs> some, people, some people don't know what that means, but it's RTS stands for real-time strategy. Okay. Meaning what's going on in the game is real-time. There's no turn-based, nothing like that. It's, it's happening at the moment. So if you're playing yeah. online everything that they're doing is happening at the same time you're doing whatever you're doing Uh-oh. you don't have to take any turns.
2: Uh-oh.
0: i play stellaris which is considered a 4x strategy game
1: uh yeah you lost me again <laughs> okay
0: i have to look the definition of that one because i don't really know what a 4x strategy game is um Thank you. Okay, there we go. 4X are a subgenre of strategy-based computer and board games and include both turn-based and real-time strategy titles. The gameplay involves building an empire. Emphasis is placing upon economic and technological development, as well as a range of non-military routes to supremacy. <clears throat> Basically, in Stellaris, you have... You're inside of a massive galaxy and you own like three planets. Actually, just one solar system, actually. You only start out with one solar system. But in, oh. the, in that solar system, you have your home world, moons and a bunch of other planets, you know, like we do in our solar system. And uh-huh. you take your empire and your race and you completely manage the whole planet. Like I'm talking, you give people jobs, you give them all kinds of crap. You manage your planet, then you zoom out and you're in the solar system and everything. You have ships and such, and you're supposed to explore in the galaxy, all these other solar systems, and try to expand your empire. You'll meet other alien races as you go along, and you'll either go to war with them, become allies with them, or they'll just be passive and just sit there and just say, Hi, that's it. So, <laughs> and that game, I mean, you start out in the year 2000 something. And I mean that game can last. um, You can you can turn off the end game systems. You can just continue playing until you conquer every single person. Mm -hmm. It's it's massive. What's nice about it though is you get to create your own custom empire and how how the government would work and how it's it's civil. It's your actual your people. What your what your people's like uh, ethics are. Your people's um, all kinds of crap. Like you get to design the whole thing. It's fun. At least I find it fun.
1: It's kind of dope. I
0: built an entire Star Trek race base system. It's great. <laughs> Every single race in Star Trek that was popular, you could find it in my in my playthroughs. It playthroughs. It's great. So, I said I just just nice. been wondering about that because I, I I I like strategy games. I've always liked Risk. Risk is fun. And then I played Settlers of Catan. That's a fun one too. I like Settlers. That's a fun one. That's an easy one. Yeah. And there's so many different home rules. I, I literally joined a Reddit group on, on Reddit mm-hmm. with home rules for the game. I actually have a Word doc on my phone with home rules that my family will use that I found online. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. I mean, I've got a ton of them. Let me see if I can find it real quick for you, and I'll just tell you... I know this is not even about me, but I'm just saying. I just happen to remember this because I'm talking about it, you know. (laughs) It's supposed to be about you, but I just happen to think about it. Don't ask. Uh... My brain works in a weird way, especially this week, man. Where's it at? My word, my phone is really disorganized. Holy crap. not find half the shit that i need to find
1: obviously you're not as disorganized as king kai because he couldn't even be here with us tonight oh exactly
0: exactly i mean man man (laughs) there we go there's a bunch of rules for like doubles if doubles are thrown Uh uh-huh like if you get a double if you get snake eyes um There's a forest fire. No player can collect wood for an entire round. Meaning going all the way around a table. Oh, really? Yes. It's the disaster rule is what I found. And then there's uh, Oasis in the Desert. Basically, you take two from each of the, uh, you know, materials. And Mm -hmm. you build a deck farm. And you just shuffle them up. And instead of, like, for, especially the beginning, if anyone rolls a seven, instead of stealing from somebody, you can just steal from the desert, and you get one of those random cards until it runs out. Mm. I've got all kinds of stuff. I mean, I've got Accelerated Start. If, if instead of uh, taking, you know, it takes too long to play the game, of course, you can always do, instead of playing, doing two settlements, you can do a settlement in a city. So it makes you faster starting time. So we also play with all the uh, board pieces upside down. So you can never know where you're (laughs) landing on. It's beautiful. So much fun that way. (laughs) Yeah, we we, we do a lot of weird things.
1: I'm not huge into like home rules that there's a huge learning curve.
0: Yeah, well, these ones are pretty simple, honestly. Yeah we don't
1: play a lot of the no, ones so good
0: a lot we don't play the disaster one very often but it, it was a cool one i was like i'm gonna save that one that was actually kind of cool looking when i saw that one. i'm like yeah that would be fun Does it ever happen? <laughs> no but it'd be fun if it did
1: <laughs> seriously
0: because it's, it's got all kinds of stuff out there i mean i'm a big star trek fan in one year i think it was for christmas my parents got me a uh star trek themed stolaris set badass badass dope your your cities and settlements were all space stations and then you had your roads were where the uh the ships and each um there was each each one there was a constitution class there's the defiant class there's the uh enterprise what is that one it wasn't the d it was i can't what enterprise it was but it's from the movies the newer hmm. movies so I can't remember but there's a, there was a, I mean they did they did a lot of work with it it was really cool I gotta say nice. so enough
1: about me sorry <laughs> I just got
0: thrown hey, at mean man
1: uh, I, I'm learning because you know I'm, I'm still pretty new but it's good to know more about you as well
0: yeah they've already heard enough about me especially if you go talk, listen to the uh, Guardian Downcast podcast they they did an interview with me do I never do I remember what episode it was? No. But I did get an interview and I did hang out with them for a couple of hours. It was pretty fun.
2: Peace. Yeah. yeah.
0: At least at least uh, at least all their hosts showed up.
2: <clears throat>
0: Kai <laughs> couldn't even show <clears throat> up tonight. <clears throat> so, yeah. You know. But uh, cool, enough about me. With that being said, what games do you mostly play? <laughs> see
1: okay so here here, here's the problem all right um i'm the type of person where if i'm playing a game i get super immersed into it for a very long period of time so um for about a year and a half i was you know balls deep in apex legends okay and um when things kind of started to just get a little boring and um, Respawn wasn't doing a ton with the game at the time is when I finally found Destiny. Um, and so I've been immersed in Destiny ever since November. And It's really just like first-person shooters, um, and I just get locked into them for long periods of time. So I don't really play a ton of games, but I do play a lot of... Or I spend a lot of time playing games.
0: Okay. okay. I was just kind of curious to know. This is one of those mm-hmm. questions we like to ask.
1: Well, there you go. Right.
0: So with that being said, what games are you most willing to help with?
1: You know, like, as long as people... If it's a game that I have, I mean, I'm willing to help anybody. I'm always just down for a good time. Join any party. I don't know who?
0: Nice. Nice. So, how long have you been a member of the Forsaken Brotherhood?
1: Um, I think it's only been like two months.
0: Has it been that long?
1: I think so. I mean, for the first little while, I was pretty dormant. Um, but then you know like some personal stuff was happening and i was just like i need to like reach out to people and um and then i finally just decided i'm like hey i want to do a raid i've never done a raid before and uh, that night we got a full group together and i mean i had a blast and ever since then i was just like i really enjoy this and so that's fine let's be part I'm currently looking to see how long, if
0: it if it tells me.
1: Oh, great! I've been lying. I just, I'm kind of curious to know if it shows up. Well, I wonder, does it see how long we've been like friends somewhere? No,
0: I wish it did. I, I wish that kind of stuff existed, but it does not. I don't know why. I don't understand why Xbox doesn't show up a, a membership invite thing but damn you've put out fucking 174 messages since
1: you joined see straight up flexing on these kids Let's
0: see if I can find it gotta scroll way the fuck back holy crap man <laughs> what the hell See, so your first message is here in January 14th, but, dude. Is it only searching in that general area? Like, oh, yeah, it is only searching in, oh, man, it's stupid. Oh, I
1: hate. Wait, no, it says January 6th. Is when, or no.
2: Hold up.
1: Really? There it is. You joined the
0: Discord back in December 11th of last year. There you go. So. Cool. I just happened to notice it. I was just kind of curious. Had to know. I'm weird like that. If I if I get information, I have to find out what it is. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I, mean, I I'm weird like that, man.
1: That's fair.
0: So. Cool. Well, we're glad to have you, man. It's been it's been fun. <clears throat> it's about wild ride, man. <laughs> so, what got you into Destiny?
1: Um, you know, like, uh, like I had earlier talked about um, with Halo, and just uh, really enjoying Bungie's work and um i had a friend that was huge into destiny and he was always telling me about it and i just didn't really want to hop on because for whatever reason at the time (laughs) and uh one day it just kind of um it popped up in the marketplace and i was just like you know what i should just give it a try it's free right now um with game pass and I don't know i just got hooked on it it just reminded me of the old days of playing halo and um i really like bungee's aesthetics oh so. nice
0: nice it's always fun i do have a question that's not listed here but i'm, I'm gonna ask it anyways um Uh-oh. what is your main class hunter warlock or titan
1: i am a hunter main
0: oh get out of here nah, i'm just kidding
1: Sorry, At least but...
0: this hunter finally showed up. The other hunter, um, <laughs> Kai, who swapped <clears throat> from being a, a hunter to a titan, <clears throat> couldn't even breath. show up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to throw that in there.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> he, he 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 doesn't speak for my kind. Just to put that out there.
0: <laughs> no, he joined the titans, uh, which I feel sad <sighs> for the titans. I really do. I I I don't. We don't need him. <laughs> we don't. He's.
1: Dead weight.
0: He just straight up ditched the podcast to do a raid. Who does that? Like five minutes before the podcast. It's, like, it's not man. like
1: he needs to do the raid. I know.
0: <laughs> we could do that tomorrow. Exactly. But Whatever. Whatever. Uh, all right. Well, I'll keep, I'll keep going with the questions then since.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <this laughs>
0: This has been too much fun ragging on him and just
1: giving him shit. It's great. Oh, and it's only begun. That's <laughs> true. We got a whole podcast to discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what?
0: That's going to be our show topic of the week. We're going to talk about how, how we feel about Kai not showing up tonight.
1: There we Heck go. Yeah. We're going to have a Dr. Phil moment here.
0: Exactly. Well, with that being said, with the destiny part, what would be your ideal destiny?
1: Is that like in real life destiny? Or well,
0: I mean in game? general. I mean in game. I mean I mean what do you mean by in real life? Are you talking like your actual <laughs> destiny where you want to have yes. in your
1: life? Yes. I mean you can what talk about I can that too. What aspire to be. <laughs> I
0: and mean, you can talk about that too. I mean it don't matter to me. <laughs> Whatever one you want. <laughs> well, Guest so, toy- choice here, man. Guest <laughs> choice.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Um, see, I don't know, and I guess I'm still riding the whole like newcomer wave, and I'm still like really enjoying the game, and so I don't have a ton of complaints about it. Okay. Um, I just uh, I really wish that the whole like sunsetting thing would be explained a little bit easier just because uh, i earned a ton of loot last season or uh before beyond light and i don't know what to hold on to and so i just got a bunch of clutter mm. in my vault and so i just i don't know i wish that would have been explained a little bit better and okay if they have or maybe i'm just an idiot and i'm not looking in the right place <laughs> you're good
0: I mean, okay, so with that being said, like, you're talking about how they didn't really explain a lot of that kind of stuff. But what would be your ideal future destiny? Not past, but future.
2: Oh, gosh. (laughs)
0: Like, future, like, features you would like to see, uh, additions, cool perk ideas. I mean, super ideas. Anything. 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 Um.
1: I'm really interested. So I was actually talking to Darth um, the other day about it, and I'm really interested to see where they go with stasis and, um, and 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 I get the whole like light and dark thing. Yeah. But I, I really want to see them kind of expound more on the stasis aspect, because um, you have like three subclasses of light, but you only have one subclass of dark. Mm-hmm. So. I wonder what's going to happen, like, if they're going to add, like, a poison-related? I don't know. See, I just I feel well, like I'm I'm super behind. Very good. Well, <clears throat> for those of you
0: who may not have heard this, and Jiggy, I don't think you have, but nope. Luke Smith, which is the game director, I believe, still of Destiny 2, I believe he's the game director, I don't know. Last I saw, he was the game director, and he did directors. He did the directors during Shadowkeep. So, anyways, he did state in an interview on Twitch at one point that darkness subclasses are still coming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they're not done with stasis. If you look at stasis, we just got a brand new aspect this season. Yeah, which Titan one is fun as hell you you pair that with the sliding one and you use a charged melee and you just throw ice in front of your enemy. It's great when you press your melee button, it's beautiful. <laughs> and it's cre- it's really cool because it cre- it creates like a tiered system like it's actual like tiered. It's like smaller in front and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as it goes. It's cool. So <clears throat> but they're they're still working on stasis. stasis is still adding stuff. I, I mean, I don't know what next season's gonna look like. I don't know if they're bringing more aspects. As far as I know, they have had three, according to what the UI system's got. It's got three. I have no idea how many fragments there are, because I haven't done any of the fragment quests. So I have no idea how many fragments we have left to go get. <clears throat> but as far as I know, they're still going on it. They still have a lot more they're doing. Mm-hmm. I look forward to what they're doing with it. And I know more darkness subclasses are coming, because if you go and hover over the actual swap between stasis and light subclasses,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: when you're in a light subclass, it'll show darkness subclasses or darkness classes or something like that. It'll say darkness with plural for subclasses or something like that. It'll Mm -hmm. say something along those lines. It's plural. And there's no way that's a mistake. Because if it was, they have two seasons they could have patched that out. Seriously. So... I believe we are getting a Decay, which will be Poison. I believe that's coming next season. Or next, not next season, but next uh, DLC drop. And then the third and final one, I'm not really sure. Because I don't know much about the lore in the sense of that section. Because if you look at it, Stasis is the opposite of Solar. Yes. In lore, Stasis is the opposite of Solar decay i believe is oh man i can't remember i don't think it's the void i don't know if it's arc or decay could be no i could be wrong i could be wrong stasis could be the opposite arc or void i can't remember it's one of those but decay (laughs) is an opposite of something i I feel like they're doing an opposite thing i mean in the lore there's some kind of opposite to each one of these supers just like, yeah. it's, yin, it's, a, it's a yin and yang thing. So, I'm that's just i just going to throw that out there. From what I know, there is more coming. Everybody speculates to be Decay next season. Or not next season, but next DLC. Sorry, I keep saying season. It's just obviously habit to say. But next <laughs> DLC, there should be a new subclass called Decay, or something along those lines of it being a poison-based subclass. I believe it would be called decay because that makes the most sense. Yeah, but I'm not sure. But no, it's cool, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see some of that stuff done. So,
2: <coughs>
0: all right, this is everybody's favorite question. Everybody hate. I, everybody loves this question. Kai, who did not make <laughs> it tonight, um, because of reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh is normally the one that asks this question, but because he's not here <coughs> I get to ask that question. So I got something in my throat obviously you can tell, right?
1: Um <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why the gamer
1: Tag? So um for some reason, ever since I was a little little child, I've always been I like to just dance randomly. And uh, one time, my sister and I, we just decided to go to Walmart super late at night. And there were, like, a few people in the store, and I just didn't care. I was kind of, like, sleep-deprived a little bit and just started, like, doing a jig. And she had filmed it and showed it to one of her friends, and her friends just started calling me the Jigster. <laughs> and <laughs> um it just became a nickname for me and um my last name starts with a J and so I just call myself Jiggy J. Nice. And the zero three five actually came from when I was when I would play Halo with my friends and everything and it was just uh, I remember the gamer tag that the Xbox assigned me had zero three five at the end of it, okay. and so I just kind of stuck with it.
0: Nice, that's cool, man. That's cool. Heck yeah. You got more history than uh, <laughs> King Kai, uh? <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah,
1: Because obviously he ain't no king. <clears throat>
0: no, he's not. I don't know why I named the episode "Hailed the King" when he was on the podcast. Cause he ain't no king. He don't show up to his shit.
1: <laughs> more like a jester. <laughs> Uh, gesture guide. I'd be, I that'd be
0: I, okay. I might do that. I might give him that title in Discord now. Yep, that's what's gonna happen tonight. We're gonna give him a
1: title in Discord. Do it. All right. Cool. I, my my name is Jiggy J and I support these <laughs> notions.
0: Awesome. Maybe during the break, I'll I'll add the I'll add the title. How about that? Do it. Do it. But cool, man. It was it was fun to listen to your story, man. Appreciate your uh, sharing and talking with me. And listening to my bullshit stories. (laughs) I enjoyed it. (laughs) Cool. Cool. It's been fun. Um, We'll move on to our movies and entertainment now. But um, any movies, TV shows, or any kind of entertainment you've been
1: enjoying? Um, I like to dive deep into the National Geographic section of Disney+. All right, that was not what I was expecting, but okay. <laughs> I literally just watched one. Um, what was it about? Oh, yeah, the Pompeii um, thing, and they t- found, like, all these bodies that had been encased in, like, the ash and the from the, the volcano, and they were studying them and taking x-rays of them. I thought it was pretty dope.
0: Nice. Seems interesting. Be interesting.
1: Everybody loves a good documentary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, No. Maybe no. not? No. no.
1: No. That's boring. Well, fine. Sorry, it's boring.
2: <laughs> <laughs> man,
1: and I thought I was a cool kid.
0: Sorry, I'm adding a bunch of stuff to our outline as I'm doing this, because I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, ah, oh, this is a better way of saying this, you know. <laughs> hey, we're learning as we go, man. All kinds of crap going on tonight. seriously but uh cool that sounds interesting i don't know me all i've been doing is watching tv i read i started actually reading this really decent book i had a a trip yesterday at work we were going to pick up samples for work and Mm -hmm. i usually just get to ride i'm just a laborer i get to go help the driver do a hand load and i was reading it's, it's I know it sounds wrong, but it's not. (laughs) We literally drive our our big ass fucking truck that can carry 26,000 fucking pounds to these areas with empty bins. And we throw these samples from the ground onto the truck and then I throw them in a bin. So I'm the guy that does all that laboring for the most part. The Uh driver helps out, but I was usually the guy that does it, but dope. it's like a three hour. It was a, what was it? About almost a three hour day. I mean, we left, well, actually it was longer than that. We drove, we left our work building at noonish to go meet a guy in a place that's maybe 15, 20 minutes away at a gas station. He then had to call his boss and talk to them about some stuff because we did. he wasn't expecting the small truck that we sent. The boss wasn't happy. It took about another half hour before we actually got back on the road and followed the guy to where he had to go pick up the samples. We did not get back to our main, home, main lab until 5 o'clock at night. Deepest. So, guess what I did? I had nothing else better to do. I'm just sitting in there. I'm a passenger. I just get to sit. I don't have to do shit. Mm-hmm. So, I pulled out a book, and I was reading my book. But I started reading the Alien Hunters series by... Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. This time, it's actually faster, because I was before I even started talking, I decided I'd pull it up real quick. <laughs> Um, Daniel, uh, what is that? Aronson? I mean, I guess that's what you'd call it. I don't know. But it's, uh, it's pretty decent. It wasn't terrible. I was actually surprised. There's a free book. Why not read it?
1: It's the best kind of book. Exactly.
0: But I, it, it's actually the, uh, I had, I got a bundle. I got all three books in one book. Like they literally just condensed every, all three of the books into one ebook for me <laughs> to read. It's like 574 pages. Beautiful. Though. Jeez. It's fun. It's nice. decent. But there's that. And then I just watched my TV show and it's not even interesting. It's just background noise, really. Oh yeah. Been watching regular show because that's just fucking weird shit to watch, man. You ever seen that show on Cartoon Network?
1: No, I
0: don't have. Okay, well... I don't have cable. It used to be on Cartoon Network. It's no longer airing anymore. They got rid of it. Mm. But that shit had to be written by a dude that was stoned out of his fucking (laughs) mind, dude. Half the shit that is on that show. I'm like, I'm sorry, what did they just do? Why did they just do this? What was this man smoking when he wrote this episode? (laughs) <laughs> something good because <laughs> the color scheme for like the intro and stuff like that's it's weird it's weird it's weird it's all I gotta say is weird and I'm gonna I am a grown ass adult watching Cartoon Network yes I know <sharp inhale> you can hate on me all you fucking want I don't fucking care <laughs>
1: dude it's all about like the OG Cartoon Network too
0: mhm well, this is yeah. a little bit newer I wanna say their first season it's got like what nine seasons I think
1: Come on, Hulu. Man, you are slow. Fuck. (laughs) Just like Kai for not showing up. (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Their first season
0: aired in 2010. Oh. Yeah. The primary reason why I'm watching it is because it's
1: 11 minute episodes. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. They're not very long.
1: Just slap that thing on there, and yeah. it goes go out your day.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like background noise to me. So, mm. yep. That's all I've been doing. Uh, cool. We may have already covered this in the interview, but I'll go ahead and ask this anyways, but uh, have you been playing any other games as of late, or has it just been Destiny still?
1: Yeah, mainly just Destiny.
0: Uh, cool. I played a little bit of Doom last night. I needed to take out some Heck anger yeah. and aggression last night. It's a rough night, so I needed some something to kill and not give a shit.
1: Exactly, go kill from the down under.
0: Well, I found this. So I found this really cool uh, Doom 2016 maps. You know, they've got that custom game mode area you can go to. I don't know if you ever played it.
1: I'm not familiar with the okay. game, no. Well,
0: in Doom 2016, <laughs> they have a custom map area. You can go, and there's people that have made custom game modes. Like I'm talking like they, they coded custom game modes in Doom 2016 on Xbox Ooh. and PC. They've done this. And they have this one. It was a Call of Duty Zombies-style Doom map. And it actually had doors you had to buy with points. You had guns you could buy, buy off the wall. It was really cool. It was fun. Oh, it's nice. insane to play. Because once you hit round five, shit gets hard, man. Everything gets upgraded, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> 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 I was running around with an assault rifle and a plasma rifle. That was a bad idea. That's all I got to say. It was a bad idea. Two fully automatic weapons with no reserve ammo besides 100 rounds, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was fun, though. It's fun. I had a lot of fun with that. but Cool. Well, do you have anything else you want to throw in here before we uh, close it out and move on to our show topic of the week? And take a little um, break. No, I think we're good. All right. Well, <laughs> Kai, you're a bitch for not showing up. <clears throat> I have to say that real quick. Um, cool. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and take a quick short little break, and we'll be right back with the show topic of the week.
1: Groovy groovy.
0: All right, and we're back with the show topic of the week. So uh, this one was, well, we'll start out with the first one. How about that? Um, what are your thoughts on Kai not showing up today to his podcast?
1: Um, I think it's an embarrassment to society. And um, <laughs> if if we were back in the olden days, I think it should it would warrant a stoning in the town square.
0: Oh, man. No, burn him at the stake like you would whenever there was witches, man. Burn him at the stake. Yeah, but
1: see, but I have an issue with that. And it's because then we would lose the person that we need to trash talk. Oh, true, true, true.
0: How about we just throw him out with the lepers? How about that?
1: Do it. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
0: man. Perfect man uh the first minute of our show top of the week was just covered with pure enjoyment of making fun of kai but hey we all love kai as long as when we're doing this
1: (laughs) i mean
2: yeah yeah (laughs) right Uh,
1: but
0: uh no the actual the the actual show top of the week was our thoughts on season of chosen so so what do you what do you, what do you think of the season so far? I mean, it's only what the first week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I mean I'm I'm enjoying it. I think uh, because like a lot of people were complaining about the previous season, I think Bungie did a good job at introducing this one. I think that the launch went pretty smoothly, and I think there's quite a bit of content to tackle, and it's it's pretty intriguing. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, there's a there's a lot to do. I mean, you've got the new
0: Battlegrounds mode. You have the whole hammer, upgrading the war table. The brand, they brought that brand new system for the challenges, the weekly challenges,
2: uh-huh.
0: which I love because I don't even have to fucking try. And I'll get it right? done. Like, I was almost done we'll with the play Gambit the game. one. I wasn't even trying to do the Gambit one. I was just, just almost done with it. Because... <laughs> Pulled the bow out, did the first port portion of my of my stuff, and Kai, <laughs> who couldn't make it tonight, um, and a few other people were like, hey, come join us in Gambit, we'll do some Gambit real quick, and, we, and so we're formatting Gambit with a bow, that brand new exotic bow. Yeah. And that thing's amazing, by the way. If you haven't gotten it yet, get it. It is um, a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you have one person do hip fire only and then one person do aim down sights only. Yes, sir. That's an easy way to do it. Because it, you just basically, the aim down sights dude, is taking the procs that the hip fire dude does. Yeah. And it just makes it even better. Because then they, you're not having to do the, sw- the, the hot swapping that quickly. Exactly. It's fun, though. It's fun. I mean, it's not great against bosses. It has very little boss DPS, but it is fun. It's It's pretty decent for, like, ad clearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's supposed do the explosive damage. If you have enough of them procced around you, they also explode as well. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. If you shoot one guy with the, the Aim Down Sights arrow after they're procced, and there's, like, three of them next to each other that are procced, all three of them will explode.
1: <clears throat> it's it's like a more complicated version of the Firefly perk mm-hmm. that's on... Ace of Spades or whatever. Yes. it is.
0: Yep. Exactly. No, it's it's super fun, but my team we went on like a almost an eight game lead. Really? No matches lost. No, that was the day. That was the day after. My bad. Sorry. That was the day I was streaming. We didn't go. We went eight games without losing, until we met a, a, a really sweaty team.
1: Gotta love me some sweaty
0: gambit. Mm -hmm. But we were playing like I'm talking. We were melting these bosses. I had a grenade launcher because I was doing I was doing the uh, the, I did triple grenade launchers, trying to get that salvation salvo as soon as possible. Uh huh. So I decided I'd run three grenade launchers. I have a truth teller, I have wither horde, and I have a heavy interference in my inventory that I'm running right now. I've got all three of them currently running, and I have plenty of special ammo, plenty. I have special finisher, I got uh, scavenger perks, I got reload perks, I got all kinds of perks just to give me ammo. (laughs) And I was melting bosses with my DPS. Dope. It was fun. So fun. Because what I would do is I would use Truth Teller, which doesn't have auto-loading, but because I have a grenade launcher reloader, it doesn't reload that too fast or too slow. Mm Mm-hmm. But I would take Wither Horde because I have the, the catalyst on it, so it just auto-reloads when you, when you swap weapons and stuff. Yeah. What's it called? auto holster. Yeah, auto Um. Anyways, I would shoot one Wither Horde off, hit the boss, and then swap to my other grenade launcher, shoot that, and then swap back to Wither Horde, and just keep doing that. And then I'd pull up my heavy weapon and just use that if I had heavy. And it was I- m- melting bosses.
1: I wonder how Deafening Whisper would do as opposed to like Truth Teller because it's a wave frame. I'm not sure. I just know well most of the bosses... Okay, I don't know how many times
0: you played Gambit, but I did not realize that the fucking meatball, (laughs) (laughs) eye-fucking-socket-shit-faced boss would show up this fucking much. I think I played seven matches with that boss every single fucking time. Jeez. It was really boring and very annoying. Okay, all I gotta say. No, that would be that would be difficult because I don't think Waveframe would be good on that. It'd be great against the envoys. I just don't think it'd be very good against the boss.
1: True. However, very
0: true. I, I did see a, a video of a three-man Titan team taking down every single Gambit boss within two seconds of it spawning. Dang. Um, it's called glad and uh, the brand new Titan exotic that uh, that you do more damage the further away you are
3: mm-hmm. with uh
0: middle tree arc. And yeah, I they straight up every single time. Three of them do it at the same time and it hits that boss and he's dead. Oh jeez! I watched him do it to a, a nightfall and a strike boss, too. And it did the exact same thing, um, <laughs> and they, oh, wow. they even did it in the battlegrounds. And you know the battlegrounds—they have the the three phases. You have that—you kid him to a certain point, he'd go have an immune phase, do it again, and you know that thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They did that same mechanic and move to the the boss, and it one phased it. Really? They did that much damage, and it bypassed all of his immune phases, and it killed him <laughs> outright. I'm like. Damn, I guess if you want to farm shit, that's how you do it.
1: <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Uh, but
0: damn, yeah, it was, that's cool. It was cool. Cool to see. But, uh, do any other thoughts on the, on the Season of Chosen? Like, are you enjoying the story so far?
2: Um,
1: see, I'm trying to, I'm still <laughs> kind of like trying to understand it all. Okay. Um, but I think it, it is fun, and I, I watch YouTube uh, videos like, Daily, i um, just trying to catch up on the lore and understanding the story of Destiny and everything. Okay. And I think, I think they're doing a. It was an unexpected turn for me because you know they really focused on Aramis and the state, the whole uh, darkness thing, and then um, moved on to the Crow, and then all of a sudden, bam, Cabal again. Yeah. So. Well,
0: you're not wrong. No, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it's interesting because I mean, they did do a really decent send-off in a sense because technically we did end Ziva um primary reign at the moment. Uh-huh. That's, that's who we're fighting when season of uh, was that season season of the hunt. Yeah, Which was last season we were fighting her envoys and uh, the High Celebrate. When we killed off the High Celebrate, that technically was the end of Ziva Raff's. Uh, I think that's, her, that's how you pronounce her name. Um, uh-huh. Reign at the moment, currently. That's what she had control of at the moment. Yet, she's still active because, I mean, obviously the hunts are still going on. Yeah. So she still has some power and control, but technically in, in, in lore, we've we've ended it. But we the, there are still issues in the background. And the Cabal, um, mainly uh, Empress Keitel. Keitel. Sorry, can't pronounce that word. Can't pronounce her name, dude. Um, being uh, Emperor Callus' daughter (laughs) she wanted obviously she does want to take his throne I don't know if you can tell but she does (laughs) that's been lore for a while we haven't seen it yet we haven't even met her yet until now I think this is one of our first times seeing a female cabal (laughs) now as far as I know I mean I could be wrong I, I thought scions were female but i mean that was proven wrong i mean hello i mean (laughs) we see Keitel here but there you go i mean there's that but i mean i don't know it's so i thought it was a really good lead in i do feel that some of the dialogue (laughs) um zavala just (laughs) saying the word no no and the way they led into that one was how she was like bow. They could have lead, led in that so much better, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> to join allies of with me, you must bow or something like that. You know, they could have led do, do a little bit more dialogue than that. I mean, it almost sounded like a poor, a poor written B movie script. With Without they wrote that yeah. in there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could See that Bungie's got really good work. Like they, they're really good with storytelling for the most part. I mean, look at Halo. Yes. It's just sometimes dialogue. They, they, they write it, and they sound so good. And then when the, when the actors say it, it's like, oh. But we already recorded <laughs> it, so we'll just keep it. But, I mean, that would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about this in the news section, but I'll mention it now anyways. But uh, the, the the voice actor for Zavala was tweeted on Twitter. He was mentioned on Twitter by this guy, and he said, Hey, can you read this response in Zavala's voice for us? And I don't know if you've seen that meme that uh, was posted for a while. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, um, I don't know if you've seen it. Did you see it?
1: Uh, I I haven't. I don't know quite what
0: you're talking about. Um, I'm just going to look it up real quick on Google Images and see if it shows up. It should be pretty popular. Hope we get to the top. Nope, that's not it either. My word! Type in Zavala meme and you can find a lot of crap. Okay, here we go. Can you show me a better picture of the meme? <laughs> but he. Oh, here it is. They wrote, they actually wrote it out instead of just leaving a picture here. But the, the the text is Zavala says, "Excuse me, one fucking guardian has been kicking your race's collective asses for nine years. They kill gods for fun and turn them into guns for a meme. They genocide entire races for loot. They assassinated your last leader, cleaned out your daddy's ship while he wore, wrote fan fiction about them, and promptly fucked off to let you pick up the pieces." The only reason I didn't bring them here is because they began, they, they casually began wielding the darkness to clap ass in new ways. All I have to do is make the, to, all I have to do to make them end you is to tell them you have a, new, a fancy new gun or that Eris can make you into one. So think about that before you tell us to bow to your sorry ass. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he, and he read that in Zavala's voice and there's been a lot of people doing all kinds of things. Someone deep faked that entire monologue of him talking, saying those that 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 entire thing. They mm-hmm. deep faked it onto Zavala's um, character when he's in that scene. Oh, dude, it was. I was like, wow, dude, that was beautiful to watch. I think I posted it in our Gilded server in the Destiny Two media room. And I I was like, wow, I cannot believe he did that. But it was so cool to hear that in his voice. I was like, damn, Zavala actually sounded cool for a second there. (laughs) (laughs)
1: One small moment of coolness.
0: Yes, yes. But I was like, wow, what a way to do that. But I liked it. I mean, I feel like that would have been better. I I mean, I know Destiny would never use the F word and a few other words that are in there, but he would they, I mean Zavala could have said so much more than just no like he could have I looked mean, around and been like seriously
1: seriously well,
0: I top mean, you could,
1: go ahead go ahead oh I was just gonna you gotta give him a little bit of credit for just like straight up telling this giant a cabal to be like
2: nah
0: <laughs> well I mean I get nah. it I mean I would say no too but seriously come on he could have said more yeah. He could have been looking around like, seriously? Seriously. <laughs> this is it? Like, you really want me to bow to you? Yet, we've been... We destroyed Gaul. And you wanted me to bow to you? I'm sorry.
2: What? <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: huh? No, I thought that was interesting. But, I mean, another thing about the cutscene was I never understood... Why she just let him walk away? Why did she let Zavala and Osiris just walk out? She was gonna go to war with him hmm. anyways. Why she, didn't she just take him as prisoners? And we had to save Zavala's ass again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you got a good point. You I mean, I'm just saying. I'm
0: just saying. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I, 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 I'm I liking the season, though. It's fun. A lot of really cool weapons. I'm loving some of the new perks. Even though I haven't gotten any, I've read a lot of them, and I'm like, ooh, that'll be fun. Like, I'm looking oh, for this. Yeah. I heard that there's a... You can get the brand new legendary bow with the perk frenzy. Oh, really? And there's a glitch that she's forever posted, I guess, that you can get PvP and PvE... To have Frenzy permanently active on it, making that bow a one-tap on anything.
2: No way. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm like, wow, that would be fun. Until it gets patched, of of course, you know, but, you know. (laughs) But damn, a one-tap bow on any body part. I could hit some dude in the fucking pinky toe, and they'd fucking fall over dead, man.
1: I kind of want to do that now. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, I would I'd be interested to try that. Yeah, but I mean, what do you
0: think of the new guns?
1: Um, I really, I, I really like their design, and yes. I'm really like trying to grind for one of the SMGs with frenzy on it. Mm. Oh, that would be god tier. Mm-hmm. But uh. I th- yeah, I think they did a really good job on the new ones, and I'm super excited for, like, the um, the Adept strike weapons. I, mean, I think those fun. are going to be super fun. I think it would be
0: fun. The only problem is Adept's only drop in Grandmaster. Yes. <laughs> and I don't have time to grind out to hit Grandmaster level to get it to drop. Right. And it's a weekly rotation as well. I don't know if they you knew that, but, I, but the weapons are on a weekly rotation. They rotate weekly. Like right now, I think it's Shadow Price, I think what it is, the Auto Rifle, mm-hmm. is the current one. And Palindrome, I think, is next week. I could be wrong. But. It would make sense. They, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I'd love to do an adept, get the adept weapons because I'm never going to go into trials and get flawless. I'm just saying. Right. So I'm probably never going to get an adept weapon there. But <clears throat> I do feel they should have done... I mean, I get it. I know why they didn't do it in the, the regular Master Nightfall because <clears throat> that's not hard enough content to justify it. And it's also easier so more people can get to it. They want adept weapons to be more exclusive. I get it. I understand. I just feel it's that Grandmaster was a bit much because Grandmaster is hard as hell.
1: Yeah. And especially because if you die in the boss room, it kicks
0: you out. Mm hmm. And it's insane how difficult it is. And it's not even a guaranteed drop, I don't think. No, it just says common. So I was like, wow. All right. I'll go get the Strike, I'll go get the Nightfall weapons. I don't have a problem with that. Like, I want to go do a Nightfall after this podcast, because I want I haven't done it yet this week. And I'd like to try and get a Shadow Price. Plus, I want to play the new Strike. I haven't played the new Strike yet.
1: The new Strike's really fun.
0: I, I remember playing it from Destiny 1, so I was here for it. <clears throat> but I want to play it with the Destiny 2 supers. And yeah. Fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I i don't know. I, I'm just, I'm weird like that. I'm like, yeah, I just don't like that. I mean, I like the concept of adept weapons. I'd love to see them do something else with that yeah. system. I feel like, th- I like the adept perk idea. That makes sense. It's kind of cool. Give us a perk that does double what the original perk does, but it also costs something. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you knew that but all the adept perks you get from, like, the chests and stuff like that when you do Flawless give you a bonus, but also a negative as well. Like, let me see if I can pull one up real quick. Uh, Let's go adept reload. No, it's... never mind. I guess they don't. Never mind! Well, oh, I mean... there it is. A few of them do. Okay, so like Adept Counterbalance. They give you a, rec- uh, a minus 10 range, but it also gives you a better recoil uh, direction by 25. Now it doesn't show that stat in-game, I don't think. It's a hit uh-huh. stat. Just like, oh, Adept Targeting, minus 20 stability, but it, gave, it gives you a 10% or 10, uh, 10 more aim assistance.
2: Mm.
0: Adept Mag... Gives you 40 in the magazine. Minus 20 on your handling. <laughs> you know, and there's a few of them like that. A lot of them don't show any of the uh, negatives. So I don't know if they actually do have negatives or not. But, yeah. I mean, it's a cool concept. I like the idea of having perks and mods that you can put on guns that give you both a positive but also cost something. It's like a regular game. Like most like COD games or Battlefield games, yeah, you put yeah. a certain thing on, it reduces this certain stat on the gun, which makes sense. I mean, it's a, it's a give or take. You really want this extra stability on your gun for this much impact or, dis, um, or your, this much damage you're going to output to bosses or enemies.
2: Just so, like a few of the
1: fragments with stasis. Mm-hmm. Or
0: even the armor mods. Some of the armor mods give you a negative if you also put it on. But it gives you a big uh-huh. bonus. Like, I think it's... Um, I'm really bad at these. I hate these ones. But uh, right here. Um, yeah, precisely charged. So um, you, you can become charged with light by getting multiple rapid precision blows from linear fusion rifles or sniper rifles. So you get charged with light with that. However, it costs... It gives you... It takes away 10 discipline from your character. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's a good idea. If you're, if you're one that uses linear fusion rifles and sniper rifles quite a bit, that probably would be a really good one for you. Or there's stacks on stacks. Gain an extra stack of of Light for every stack you gain. It costs 10 recovery. So there's some pretty cool perks that have some bonuses and some negatives. I'm curious to see how they do more of that, of course, because it will be interesting. I do feel weapons should be updated. I feel like weapons are not up to par. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been running the same weapon system since Forsaken. And by weapon system, I'm talking like the whole UI, like when you pull up a weapon. Mm -hmm. You've got your perks and things like that. I feel like it needs to either go back to Destiny 1 style, which I don't think you saw. Uh Uh-uh. Um... But anyways, how, how it worked was um, Destiny 1, when you had a weapon, you had to level the weapon up to earn all the perks on it.
1: So if that you would really be an, actually
0: So if fun. you liked this gun and you wanted to keep this gun's roll, you had to go from level 0 to max it out. And when you maxed it out, it was considered masterwork and would drop orbs of light. Because at that time, there was no darkness subclasses, so it was orbs of light. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. I mean, like I'm looking at a... Let's see if I can pull up a legendary weapon that everybody can remember. Oh, here's a classic. The Hung Jury. That's a classic one from Destiny 1. It's a Dead Overt Scout Rifle. And it came with... It was a kinetic-type weapon. Um, It came with Spark IS-6, which is an Ulamon Hollow sight. A Torch HS-2, which is an Ulamon close-quarters combat sight. An Impulse MS-2, range combat scope. A Replenish, which this weapon's magazine will be refilled whenever you unleash your super. A Single Point Sling, which switch weapons faster move quicker while aiming. Hand-laid stock, increased stability, reduced range. Third Eye, radar stays active while aiming down this weapon's sight, or exhumed. This weapon gains improved range and handling for a short time after revival. Now, this is not a very good roll, obviously. But that's how the perks were. And when you did it, there was a little circle around it that you would fill up with XP. When you use the gun and kill get kills and things like that, you would earn XP. And it would level up the bar. When it, when it made a full circle, that perk was unlocked. Now, I hmm. do feel that Destiny 1, when you did the perks and you unlocked them, it did cost you materials to unlock the perk. Okay. Officially, I do feel like that would be a bit much. Especially in the economy now, it might be a little bit much, I don't know. I feel like either doing that system where we leveled up our guns would make them more meaningful or making it into a call of duty style weapon system. Not super excessive mm-hmm. in the sense of like call of duty where you've got all those different attachments and things. I'm talking just simplistic. Let me choose a barrel type. Um, yeah. And things like that, that I've unlocked on that gun. Like you have a level for your gun, and you level it up, and you unlock these different mods you can throw on. But again, you're only allowed Mm -hmm. a certain amount of mods, and you're only allowed a certain amount of perk. Like you're only allowed a certain amount of um, attachments, and there are two attachment slots. One's a perk. Both of those being perks, meaning those perks would be like um, unrelenting and dragonfly. Those would be perks you could pick. And they'd work just like they do now. You have a, a third slot and a fourth slot, as, I, as I'm going to call it. Because you know your fourth slot's got more of like, like I'm looking at the Shadow Price right now, and it comes with one for all, Disruption Break, Thresh, Swashbuckler, Unrelenting, and Dragonfly in the fourth slot. Its third slot comes with Overflow, Feeding Frenzy, Fourth times of Charm, Killing Wind, Surplus, and bottomless Grief. It would still work like that. You have a fourth slot type where it would be more DPS-style stuff and passive stuff because Thrush is more mm-hmm. of a passive, really. And you'd have ones that are more like reload perks or buff perks. Because if you think about it, Killing Wind is a buff. Yeah. Feeding Frenzy is a buff. Bottomless Grief is a reload perk. Surplus is a all-around buff perk. Fourth Time's a Charm is a reload perk. And Overflow is kind of a buff and a reload perk. Yes. So... I mean, it's just, it would work kind of like that, but the other two slots being what they are right now, the barrel and the magazine type. Imagine if you could also throw on scopes, be able to pick your scope, and you be able to pick your grip on certain guns. Like, you had the choice of putting on either a barrel, a magazine, a grip, or a sight, and that'd be four slots right there. So you could pick all four of those and not have any bonus perks, like weapon damage or anything like that. You could not have any of those. Or you could pick two of those to either a barrel or a sight or a barrel and a grip or a grip and a sight, you know, all kinds of things like that. And then two of those three and four slots. You know? Hmm. And
2: yeah.
0: then I don't know how they do the, I wouldn't know how to add the work system into it. Maybe do something a little different. But I mean, I'm, I'm just just throwing out ideas. I mean, I don't know. That's one way to do it, I guess.
1: See, I was just thinking about it, and you know, I don't, I don't know quite the history of the game, a ton. But what if it was something where, if you had a, if you got a gun like a world drop gun, and it has the perk you want in like slot four, mm-hmm. but in slot three. It's not quite what you want. What if you could, like, when we did, like, the season of the hunt, where you earned um, things to put in your lure Yeah. that could, like, target farm stuff. What if you could, like, earn... Um, Materials or something like, to re-roll that or same like, perk. Yeah, and you could, like, target choose which perk you want to re-roll, and then you just have, like it charges like a few materials to do it.
0: The only problem with that, uh, there's only one problem I see with that. I mean, it's the same Mm -hmm. problem with what I've got going in my thing is you only need one gun at that point. You never have to try and run the content again to get a different role.
1: Uh Uh-huh. That's true.
0: Same with my idea. I just feel like the guns need some changes. They need something. Give it the armor 2.0 system style content you know i feel that guns have been lacking something as of late like i don't know do you even use a gun in half the combat you do anymore no i don't i have my super i have my melee i have my grenade
1: yeah no it's true like especially with the introduction of stasis yeah you really don't need your guns i mean the crucibles dominated by yeah Abilities, not by guns.
0: Mm -hmm. And especially with the aspects, like like as I was talking earlier about the Titan one, where you can just slide, and if you have the aspect on, when you slide, it changes your powered melee uh, melee ability Mm -hmm. to send out a shockwave of of um, stasis energy, and it freezes all targets in the in the area, or it kills them. Okay, that right there. If I have my melee charge up at 100, that's a quick time to earn it as a titan. I could straight yeah. up continually sprint, slide, and hit that up. And then 10 seconds later, I'd have my melee up again, and I could continue doing that. Especially in Crucible. hmm And it's a bit broken. It is. But... They have balances, obviously. They're probably going to balance it some more later on in the season as they watch it played. But <laughs> I am just trying to think of things that would make our guns more useful. Because right now, gunplay feels like it's lacking something. It doesn't have the same feel that it should. I should want yeah. to use my gun over my abilities. I should want to save my abilities for as, as more of like larger ad clearing out ad clearing as much as I can, or mm-hmm. boss DPS depending on what it is. You know,
1: that's just oh, my definitely
0: on why I, I feel like we should have something like that.
1: So well, no, like you you do have an interesting point because it almost just seems like guns are obsolete mm-hmm. <coughs> completely.
0: Exactly. I don't know, I'm, I'm just throwing out ideas as much as I can, you know, I mean, not saying Bungie listens to this podcast, but if they ever did, who knows, maybe they'll take my idea back and say, hey, some guy was mentioning this and this is kind of a cool idea, maybe we could turn it into something.
1: There you go. Spread you know. the word. hmm
0: Well, I mean, I don't know, what were your thoughts on last season's Hawkmoon?
1: I thought it was kind of fun that they... Introduced like a way to get different roles on an exotic. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that's ever really been done before, but uh, I've never not seen as it. as far as I know. Well, I think it's kind of fun. I like it. I feel like
0: Hawkmoon was a bad move, just wep- just because of the weapon that it is, Hawkmoon, is a fan favorite from Destiny One mm-hmm. that they couldn't bring into Destiny Two. The same way it was made in Destiny One. I mean, see if I can find the perk on what it was original perk. because um, I cannot remember what it did it back in Destiny One. Um, but it was, it was a kinetic hand cannon like it is now. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, see if I can get this page to load. My word, I have data. My word. You should not be I mean, loading, while you're it's... looking for
2: that,
1: there yeah. is one thing that really bugged me about the Hawkmoon. Yeah. And it was the first one that you got.
0: Oh, yeah, they had that, that one slot that you couldn't do shit with.
1: Yeah, and it's like, what are we supposed to do with that? Just dismantle it? Or does it serve like an extra purpose? Nothing. It was just there for a p- placeholder.
0: Like if you so look yeah, it up in, in like little light, it, it literally was just a placeholder.
1: See, that's really stupid, and it it, it still bugs me today. Mm-hmm.
0: So here we go. Here's Hawkmoon. <laughs> so Hawkmoon was a kinetic hand cannon. It rolled with these barrel mods, accurized ballistics, field choke, aggressive ballistics. Its special perk, which was what we call our legendary perk on our exotic, I guess, or the second perk gets. You know, what I mean? you know what I'm talking about? Like how some yes. exotics have that second perk. It's only specific to that exotic. But mm-hmm. it's, it was called Luck in the Chamber. One random bullet in the magazine cons- causes considerable bonus damage. Oh. It's random. So at any point, the gun could go, Kaka! And it'd boom! Do extra DPS. Okay? Okay. It's stat modifiers with hammer forge, quick draw, and speed reload. It's exotic perk. This is its exotic perk. Holding aces. Two more random bullets in your magazine didn't deal considerable bonus damage. That is what happens when you would get the. That's when you up level it up. Because back then, Destiny 1, you leveled up your guns. Exotics were no different. You'd have still a leveling system to be tiered out. Mm hmm. And so you'd unlock the exotic perk near the end. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, that's three random bullets in a magazine. And this magazine originally only had 13 rounds. Mm. Back in Destiny 1. I believe it only came with 13 rounds. I mean, don't hold me on that one. I don't remember. Yeah, here's Destiny 1 stat screen. Thank you. Load faster. Holy crap. But, no, I had 11 rounds in the magazine. I believe when you upgraded a fully, I believe you also did get uh, 13.
1: See, that's another thing that really bummed me, is because when you got the catalyst for the Hawkmoon, it only gave you one more round. I know, and it was like, really?
0: Really? Seriously. But, uh... No, I mean, it, I mean, they couldn't bring it back in in that standard just because Destiny Two doesn't work like that anymore. And they tried that, I think, with Luna's howl. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, um, let's see if I can find that again. I don't ask why I, I have to look this up because I gotta remember what it means.
1: Weird disappointed.
0: Like <laughs> I I'm one of those people that if I get told something, they're like, "Oh yeah, you don't need, you need even know what this means," you know. But, no, so Luna's Howl and Not Forgotten had Magnificent Howl rapidly landing two precision shots, increased the next shot's damage and range for a short duration. Mm-hmm. So, different. But again, again, they could not bring Destiny 2. It's Hawkmoon original from Destiny 1. Because it would not work. Yeah. For some weird reason, I don't know why they couldn't do it, but they said they weren't able to do it. I said, okay, cool. They better make it good. And I feel that making it a random rolled exotic weapon for the first time that they've ever done an exotic random roll weapon in all of Destiny history, they chose to do it on Hawkmoon, a fan favorite from Destiny 1. I feel like that was wrong. I feel like that, that was a way of mistreating the gun and its history and the, and, and the players that used that gun back in Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paracausal Shot's are really cool. It's a really cool perk. I think it's really decent. It's actually as close as they're going to probably get to a what, what Hawkmoon was in Destiny 1. Uh-huh. Because uh, it's not random, but it's also not perfect either. Because you can have the shittiest luck of getting headshots. Okay? Yes. So. I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. I feel like if they would have done something brand new gun, it would have been totally different. Everybody would have been fine with it it wouldn't have been taking it so hard. But I know a lot of few people that were like, no, I don't like this. This is not okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, it all just depends.
1: No, Sorry. I feel you.
0: <clears throat> but uh, Do you have any closing statements on season of the chosen you want to talk about real quick or? Um, there's,
1: there's, um, something that was also like super disappointing yeah um, and it's the fact that Kai couldn't join us this evening true that is true I, I,
0: I was a little disappointed they wouldn't join yep had to, oh, freaking Kai had to do that raid didn't he Oh, <laughs> uh, well, cool well, if you got nothing else to add we'll uh, move on to our lore discussion um, okay So I don't know if you're a big fan of lore, but we'll talk about a little bit of this lore. Um, Hit me with it. But it's the, uh, um, so tonight's reading will be done by TDO117. He's going to read chapter three, the first stake from the book, The Man They Call Cade. So without further ado, have a listen.
3: Made a deal with myself long ago. If people needed help, and I could do the helping, I would, so I do. Yeah, when the helper turns a bit of loot, or goodwill my way, all the better. But there's never been a cachet I robbed or a stash I hid that didn't offer something to those in need. Not many people know that, fine by me. I don't like to brag, true, I never wanted the Vanguard's life, but that's not because I didn't see its value. Just that its value fit others better than me. Besides, few can do what I do. Hell, few would even try. I mean, come on. It's me. The places I've been, the trouble I've seen, caused whatever. Was a time Shiro, Andel, the crew, and me would do more good doing bad than the mightiest Titan ever dreamed. The trails we blazed, the supplies we recovered, pilfered, vilched, scammed, stole, found, uncovered, looted? We weren't the only ones. But the world outside the city got a whole lot bigger thanks to us. Yeah, sure, I don't get out as much, but I'm fixing to change that. Zavala won't like it, never does. car will try to convince me otherwise always does but we've seen how precious our light is how fleeting gotta use it while we got it do good be good push the limits take back what's ours and that was the first bet all in day one i bet on myself i saw the edge of those dark ages you've heard the stories if not look them up scary stuff real eye opener i've seen the city grow and fall and grow again stronger i've seen the best of us and the worst and i'll fight to ensure we stick around long enough to see that best turn to better and that worst fade to memory so yeah I'm a loudmouth, a braggart, and I'm quick with a blade and fast on the draw. And if you need it, found, fought, killed, saved, or stashed for safekeeping, few can do it better, but in the end, I'm the only good because he was good. I would like to think I learned that from myself, that the notes left by the me that was before me that five figured back in those dark days that six might not turn out all that nice and end up a seven so that former me wrote me a roadmap to the version of him or me that would be a better man so whatever hand i was dealt when the bet was placed and it was time to call no matter what I had an ace and a queen up my sleeve meaning I couldn't lose meaning that the better man will always win
0: alright and we're back from our quick little break that we had it's great listening to TDO talk about uh and reading Cade's story. What did you think of it?
2: Um,
1: <laughs> just trying to understand a little bit about it. All right. So,
0: basically, um, this is, did you play the Forsaken Campaign?
1: Um, I had started it. And got mostly through it, but I haven't quite finished it yet,
0: okay, so you know Kate died, right? Yeah, okay, so Cade was everybody's favorite character before he when he died, there was a to get Ace of spades before they changed how you get it. Mm-hmm. There was a quest for it, and in the quest, you had to go to and raid a cache that he'd left in the Tangled Shore all over the place. I think it was Tangled Shore or it was somewhere in Titan, something like that. Anyways, you ran and you had to go grab all these caches, and when you were doing it, you also got lore pieces and him talking to you. Um, anyways, this is basically like a monologue of his last final days, in a way. Okay. Like this, he like before he went to the prison of elders, where he died. He obviously knew something was wrong because he wrote this, uh, roughly around that time, from what I'm understanding.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's him talking about his past and a few things. It's just an inner dialogue, like a diary of sort, I guess. And I, I don't know. It's interesting to listen and, and hear and talk about. Because, I mean, again, he's, he's done a lot. I mean, he's a hunter. He was, I mean, how he became a vanguard was, what was it? Um, the Vanguard Dare. Only hunters do the vanguard dare. Titans and warlocks <laughs> usually willingly stand up, but the hunters—they never want to be the vanguard, so they have to do a vanguard dare. Oh. Usually, someone picks the, the dare and or uh, who they want to dare it to. Cade chose. Whoever killed him is the new hunter vanguard. Whoever killed me is the new hunter vanguard. Sucks to be you. <laughs> But that's how it works. So, I don't know if you get what that means. Um, Older and Sov, (laughs) a.k.a. the Crow, could be the new Hunter Vanguard. We don't know yet. Be interesting. Yes, but basically, that's what's going on is he's just basically talking about his past life and a few things that happened. I mean, Shiro, I haven't even heard of Andal until now, which I would have to figure out how to find his name or her name. But Shiro, I know of him. He was the... uh, You can find him in Destiny 1 in, I believe it was where the Iron Lord Temple was. You could find him there. He was a vendor in Destiny 1 in Rise of Iron. It was Shiro Four. He was a hunter. Kind of, we were thinking he was going to be the hunter vanguard. Uh, back in uh, when Forsaken first dropped and Kate died, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's basically what's going on right now. He's talking about how he saw the city grow and then fall. During the, uh, it went from the golden age the darkness and then to the back to the golden age to the golden age i believe i think is what he's talking about nots too early never mind that's too late it's more, <laughs> more or less talking about i don't know I, I can't really i don't know i don't even know if he was around for the dark age for the the dark age or the yeah i guess it would be called the dark age or whatever before the traveler came I don't know. I don't know when he became an Exo. I don't know whatever that is. But, I mean... Nobody knows when he became an Exo, so I can't really judge exactly what happened. But I thought this was interesting to hear. I mean, this one didn't have as much lore to talk about that I know of. I was hoping Kai was going to be on here because he knows a bit more about lore, but, um... This man wasn't able to make it. So... Here I am, left fumbling like a buffoon, trying to talk about lore, which I'm not very good at. I know as much as I can figure <laughs> out, or that I've heard from My Name is Bife, and I never read these books or tried to find more information about these books, but I I just thought it was interesting to listen to. I mean, TDO did a really good job of reading it, I think. I mean, minus few. Ooh, it was so soothing wasn't terrible, I've Heard worse.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Kai, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding, just kidding.
1: Straight trash.
0: <laughs> um, but, oh, I mean, I, it's interesting. I mean, he talks about, so yeah, I'm a loudmouth and a braggart, and I'm quick with a blade and fast in the draw. And if you need it found, fought, killed, saved, or stashed for safekeeping, few can do it better, but in the end, I'm only good because he was good.
2: There you
0: go. So he's talking about his past life right there. He's talking about before he became an XO.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: From what I'm understanding. From right there, that one sentence, he was good, is he's talking about him, his past life. Before he became a Guardian and an EXO. <laughs> yeah, see, like, right here, it says, I, f- I f- like to think I learned that from myself, that the notes left by me that was before me set the stage. The five figured, back in those dark days, that six might not turn out all that nice and end up a seven. So that former me wrote me a roadmap to the version of him, him or me that would be a better man. So that's interesting to think about. That his fifth exo was like, you know what? I don't want him to go down the same path. Let's, let's see if we can't fix that. Here's a how-to guide not to do this. Hmm. I, know. I mean, it's it's interesting to think about. I mean, Exos can do that because, again, they changed. Yeah. I'm yeah. sad we'll never get an, an, a, a, a Cade 7 but it makes sense of why cage 6 is the end because his ghost was killed, and then he was killed. Yeah. Now, do I know if that's exactly how it works? I mean... From what I understand, Exos are made usually, like most, some of them, some of them anyways. I know uh, Banshee 44 was made this way. Whenever his previous one died, it was automatically re-uploaded and made into another one. If that makes sense. Sort of. Like, do you know the whole lore behind uh, behind Banshee 44 being Clovis Bray 1?
1: I've heard a lot about it in just some of the, the YouTube videos that I watch and streamers. Okay.
0: Well, anyways, Banshee44 is actually Clovis Bray, Mark I, or his first XO. Mm-hmm. But as he went on, I think Banshee43, I think Clovis43 decided he did not want to take part And remember what Clovis was, in a way. He decided he was going to become something new. So he imprinted what they were calling him was the Banshee as his name. Okay. That's why he's Banshee44 now. From what I understand from lore, that's what happened, if I am reading this correctly and understanding it correctly. Because he chose to do that. Now, I don't know if that's exactly how it would work for, like, Cade's situation. I don't know if Cade, when he died, a new Exo was made or not. I don't know. We will see, I guess. I mean... Someday. That's if they decide to pursue that. I mean, they they may not even try and pursue it. They may just leave it as is, you know? But, I mean, as, this year, as Beyond Light has continued on, we're getting more and more lore pieces about the darkness and a lot of Clovis Bray stuff... I've noticed a lot of it. So we're learning more about exos and things like that. And it's kind of helping understand a lot of what's going on. This, what he's read, what he, what Kate's telling us in his memoir, his, I don't know, autobiography, I guess, you know?
2: <clears throat>
0: so I don't know. I mean, I think it's interesting. I mean, he <clears throat> says, I mean, if you do do anything to add on that real quick before I continue. Oh no. Oh, Um, Sorry, yes, I have a drink in my hair in here. Sorry. (laughs) I can't help it. Um, It says, I saw the edge of those dark ages. You've heard the stories. If not, look them up. Scary stuff. Real eye-opener. I've seen the city grow and fall and grow again. Stronger. I've seen the best of us and the worst, and I'll fight to ensure we stick around long enough to see the best turn to better and that worst to fade to memory. So, I mean, he could be talking about the, gold, the Golden Age and what happened after the Golden Age. I mean, he could be talking about that. We don't know exactly the time frame of when he was, became an Exo. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know when Lightbearers became a thing either, so I don't know exactly what happened in this whole time period. I mean, for all we know, the Golden Age could have ended. due do Clovis Bray opening a portal to the Vex homeworld. Because that happened. Hmm. I think it was the home world. I can't remember exactly. It was something like that. Either the home world or some weird alternate dimension thing. I don't know. Some weird shit. He opened a portal that was not okay. Okay, let's make that clear. (laughs) And for all we know, that is what could have set off the darkness and bringing the whole traveler and all that. I mean, we don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I can't say anything. But it's interesting. To think about it. At least I find it interesting.
1: The no, other thing is, yeah, a lot of gives for speculation.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of like the segment in our show, because it just lets people know that who've never listened to lore or read it or anything. They give them a chance to to hear a bit of it and maybe look into the game or look into more lore or, you know, just come on and want to talk about it, you know.
1: So,
2: affiliate.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. I, I don't know how, I don't, I really don't have anything else I can add. I really don't. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can add the fact that I feel bad for TDO because he said cache when it's pronounced cash, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not, I mean, can't blame him for that one. I mean. I understand when I read when I look at that word when I first saw that word I'm like oh it must be a cachet right? Until somebody corrected me and said no that's a cache. Like but it's got me at the end. What
1: what the hell? Remember this is English we're talking about.
0: I mean that's true. The most complicated language in the world is English. <laughs> Let's be real. Sorry about that guys. We had a little quick uh, intermission mid uh, podcast due to. Uh, <clears throat> Someone wasn't here to remind me to make things private. Um, that person being <laughs> uh, my co-host, uh, um, Kai. But <laughs> um, a uh, joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: um,
0: to make things private. So we ended up having someone jump into our uh, our group and ended up uh, talking with us for a few minutes. And uh, he'll probably be coming on the show eventually at some point. We'll see.
1: We'll see. Hmm. Maybe <laughs> Kyle will come back to the show, too.
2: Maybe.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Too much fun. But I forget where we were. So, I mean, I guess we can either continue trying to talk about lore or move on to the next topic. I mean, your choice, guest.
1: Jiggy. I mean, I'm probably not your best source for lore.
0: Well, Kai was supposed to be here. Yeah. That was my lore
3: course. It. <laughs> so it's, Thanks, it's mainly
1: it's mainly you just talking, chit-chatting, and I'm going uh-huh uh-huh uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, Darth did the
0: same thing for the most part. We had a hard time finding stuff for that too. It was it was very uh, uneventful because Darth had to work, not Darth, but uh, Kai had to work that night. Oh <laughs> yeah yeah. So I'm I'm going two weeks. In a row without Kai to help me do some lore stuff. You know? But, huh. You know? Yeah.
1: Talk about team player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Holy crap.
0: Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, man.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, sorry. I just happened to look at the Discord. I just got a really massive DM from Kai. It says remove the
1: title.
2: <laughs> Ooh no oh, that was great he
1: deserves it that was that was beautiful Don't, that was tell me he has to keep it until the podcast is released
0: oh that's beautiful that was fun that was fun but uh awesome i think we'll just go ahead and move on then i guess to the uh this week of bungee sweet <laughs> um all right so this week of bungee they stated this The season of chosen has begun Um, Kicked off with a bang of sorts, Katali, Empress of Cabal, has entered the fray. Zavala stood his ground while being offered a seat at her war council. Ever since, we've been watching countless guardians doing their best in the new battlegrounds activity to keep the ball from uniting into an unstoppable threat to the system. New seasonal challenges have made their appearance. The helm has opened its doors. A fresh collection of loot has been introduced, fueling your hunt for new tools of destruction. We've just started. Week one of a new season is always fun, but there's more coming. Stay tuned. Now, they've hosted the seasonal count, cal- the calendar, which we covered last week with Darth. So that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Just, just thought. <laughs> sorry, I just, I just pulled up my Discord again and I thought another the message from him. Sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, great.
0: <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm, we're pestering him too much. He may, not show he, it, come, he may not come back on the podcast after tonight. I don't know. <sighs> We're doing it out of love, man. It's it's just fun. It is. Oh, it's okay. Um, but anyways, it says, for who, those of you who purchased uh, Beyond Light, you may have noticed a few goodies as well. The Stranger has a collection of these stasis aspects and fragments to earn, giving you more combat options to choose from. A new landing zone has been added to the northern reaches of Europa to help you complete quests a bit quicker. And new exotic arm pieces that are added. One per class for you to discover. Now, I feel like that was the stupidest thing they could have done in this game. I'm sorry. As much as I wanted a new landing zone in Europa, I actually had to drive and remember how to get there. I liked that. I missed that. Destiny 1 only had one landing zone. In all of Destiny, you had one landing zone on every planet. Really? Yep. The only time you got two was when they added the Playlands in Rise of Iron. That was a brand new area that was connected to the Cosmodrome.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it has its own separate landing zones. So you'd land separately in there. But you could still walk from the Cosmodrome into the Oh. Uh,
1: I wonder if it just is kind of like the state of destiny. People are more interested in like grinding early. And so they just don't want to spend time driving around, taking in the sights.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, it. it I mean, it is kind of more casual now because it's got more landing zones than not. But I mean, I'm just like, man. I mean, it's a cool idea. And it's a cool concept. I'm kind of glad they did it in a way because it was annoying to get having to walk across the thing because I'm so used to doing the fast travel everywhere I go anymore. But I do feel it does take away part of the game because I mean, I did the Divinity Quest a while ago. I mean, you were there for that, (laughs) which we're never doing again for a while. But we did it, and sure enough, here we are. We're running the Divinity Quest and doing the actual quest, trying to earn the gun, the the just the part to go into the raid, and. I've never been to a specific power in Nessus. I've never, i never—I don't even know what the name of the part of Nessus is. It, it is, but I've never been there because I never had to go there. There was nothing there for me to do, ever, because all of the areas I needed to go to all had fast travel points. That point did not. so I never used the non-fast travel point. I just never needed to. So, I don't know. This is a thought. That's weird. But uh, anything you want to add on that before that? Before I move on?
1: Nah, it's just a little minor complaint that a lot of players had.
0: All right, cool. Um, they continue to go on. It says, even if you haven't purchased Beyond Light yet, um, we've also updated power floors and caps to help you get caught up for raids, dungeons, and, and general quests. If you're looking to spend some time in your ritual activity, strikes, Crucible or gambit, we've added some new weapons for you to hunt from po- for post-game drops. Word on the street is the bot that bottom dollar is pretty spicy. 120 RPM hand cannon currently available from Gambit. We're excited to see what loot, what new loot you claim as you start digging in to the new season. So let's turn our eyes to the rest of the TWAB, shall we? We have a collection of patch notes that we're eager to cover, an update from Black at Bungie, and a player support report walking us through known issues from Season of the Chosen. All right. So the next they talk about is the Be Heard, uh section. It says, over the last year, we've been increasing our efforts to support diversity and inclusion, not only at Bungie, but throughout a, the Bungie community. I mean, the Destiny community and the gaming industry, uplifting voices that be deserve to be heard, supporting initiatives like Black Lives Matter and forming internal clubs and committees to further support employees at Bungie looking to make a difference. These conversations should be should never be one and done, and we're committed to the continued support of equal justice for all. Um, Back at Black at Bungie, introduced last year, has an update for you all to be heard collection pin in the celebration of Black History Month. Hey all, um, they continue to say. Um, in August, we start. We talked about our newest addition to Bungie, um, Black at Bungie, with the goals of spreading equality among our employees at Bungie. With Black History Month underway, Black at Bungie has been educating employees at Bungie about historical figures, current industry leaders, where to support local Black-owned companies here in the greater Seattle area, and t- taking our lessons and turning them into action. 2020 was a stark reminder of the systemic racism that continues to plague the United States. Very proud and grateful for the powerful ways that many of you showed up for our black and brown communities throughout your activism, willingness to engage in challenge controversies, and support of the philanthropic work being done to combat racial justice injustice, sorry, in our society. Hundred per cent of profits from your purchases of the Be Heard Collection pin last year were donated to the Equal Justice Justice Initiative, E.G.I., which added up to an impressive four hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Those funds will help support the UGI's critical work over the next year. UGI is focusing on educating the public about America's history of racial injustice as a starting point for repairing its painful le- legacy of slag- slavery, racial terror, lynching, segregation, and mass incarceration. UGI will continue to change our criminal justice system by fighting against the death penalty, changing challenging excessive punishment of children placed in adult prisons, and working to overturn wrongful convictions. EGI will also advocate on behalf of incarcerated men and women facing overcrowded, violent, and inhumane prison conditions. This work has become even more critical given the increased COVID-19 exposure and fatality risk inmates experience. There is much work to be done. Thank you to continuing support the mission of social justice for all through the purchases of Be Heard collectible Pin on Bungie Store and EU Store. 100% 100% of profits from your purchases of the Be Heard collection pin will continue to be donated to combat systemic racism. Every person will receive the Be Heard Destiny 2 emblem. Um, we at Bungie know that racial equality in America cannot be obtained by recognizing one month out of the year. We were dedicated to diversity and inclusion year-round and expect to hear more in the upcoming months about our plans. Thanks. Thank you all for making Destiny a place where everyone is welcome. So, thought that was interesting. You got anything to say Good. about
1: no, it's good. I think, um, and I, this is something that's pretty prevalent within like the game Apex Legends. They they give the, like all of the characters a personality, and they're all different. And so, I think it's really important to kind of help with that inclusion with everybody. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. So bro. it's no a good wrong, step. Bro. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, next topic they have is patch note stragglers. So truth be told, it can sometimes be difficult coordinated with multiple teams to ensure every bug, fix, minor tweak, or major feature is covered in a patch notes document. This season, we identified a handful of notes that we wanted to highlight as we feel they're pretty important. Changes to the Destiny 2 experience. First up, we have an introduction to quest details from the dev team, followed by a general list of patch notes. So I don't know if you, if you read the patch notes from when the patch first came out, but they missed everything in here was not included on the patch notes inside of the, the main patch notes that they had. I thought that was kind of funny. So they're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. We forgot about this. <laughs> so let's put them in the swap real quick so, so we can say we, di- we did it. <laughs> but uh, that was pretty funny. Um, but it goes on to say, over the past year, we've made a handful of... in. Well... It- oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't read shit, dude. Tonight... <laughs> I'm not even drinking. That's what fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, what is that? Iterative? What? I don't know what the fuck that is. Fuck this! Uh, what the fuck, man? Anyways, some players. Like, can you read that? I mean, I can't even read that word. <laughs> it doesn't even look like English to me.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm losing it right now. Nighttime times hitting this. Do you even know where I'm at? <laughs> no, I lost <laughs> where you're at. I'm sitting here like patch note stragglers. What word is he looking So at?
0: quest details, first first sentence. Pa- I wouldn't need that. Or the pen made a hand. Interative. Yeah, iterative improvements. I mean, what the fuck is that word? Who knows? I want a dictionary this, okay? This is gonna bother the fuck out of me, because I don't even know what the fuck this word means never heard this word in my entire life and adjective relating to or involving
1: iteration, iteration. especially oh. of mathematical or computational process that's such a big word they could have used so many other words okay <laughs> that is such a
0: word that they should not have used this <laughs> See, I know I, sound, I know I sound like st- <laughs> I'm stupid but I'm serious I mean you could have used a, such a simpler term to get the exact same concept across, okay? Seriously. <laughs> we made a handful of improvements to the player's quest experience. There we go. There we go. Look at that. We fixed the sentence. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just can't. I'm sorry. I just thought that was so stupid, but I'm sorry. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yes, truth is an idiot, okay? We all, we all know this. Eh. I think we all are. Uh <sighs> Anyways, they go on to say earlier on these improvements focused on helping players understand the quest when viewed together. Most recently we added the quest detail screen. This new screen allows you to dive into the details of each quest which should help you. Take in the narrative context and visual themes of the quest. Understand what the quest is asking you to do and what you've done already. Get a better look at the rewards for completing the quest. Taken together, we're hoping you feel more knowledgeable and motivated about the quests in your log. You can access the following screen by hovering over your cursor over a given quest and using the inspect command. And I don't know, it looked pretty nice. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, what do you think?
1: Mm-hmm. No, I think it's, it's great. Definitely appealing to, like, uh, the new light players.
0: I like looking at it, honestly. I like pulling it up all the time and just looking at yeah. shit. It's got like a really cool background and it makes it so much easier to read the little lore piece at the bottom and the actual quest steps. It's kind of cool. And it shows you how many t- steps are too in the quest, which I thought was kind of nice. Yes. So, you know. But uh, it says they are excited to build on the quest detail screen in future updates with more improvements to the quest experience. And now, onto some general patch notes that were missed in the previous patch. It doesn't say that, but I added those words. <laughs> 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 Anyways, it says rituals removed Hawthorne's red war era dialogue when completing her clan challenge. Players can now turn in gunsmith materials 100 at a time and Vanguard tokens 20 at a time enough to get a full rank. That's nice. I like that. It's actually, so much easier.
1: <laughs> I wish they would have done that like there towards the end of the last season. I wish they would have done it um <clears throat>
0: uh day 1. Yeah. Or at least, like, you know, year two of Destiny 2. But, you know, that's asking too much. (laughs) You know. Seriously. But, uh, Reputation, it goes on to say, Valor, Glory, and Infamy rake-up pop-up banners are now at the bottom of the screen, no longer blocking players from taking actions in orbit while hitting a new rank. That was annoying. Take up half the fucking screen. Seriously. Um, valor, glory, and infamy values are now available on the main director screen for The Ritual, which is nice, because it does... And I like whenever I open up The Director and I pull, pull up Gambit, and it's on the top corner. I think it's one of the top corners. can't remember which one it is. But it shows you what infamy level you're at, and you can hover over it, I think, and it shows your, your actual level, where your point's at. which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, Gambit. This is a good one they fixed. Rework the moat system for more reliable gathering. I don't know how many times I'd fucking run over a moat and it wouldn't pick it up.
1: Ugh, it's so annoying. So I'm glad they did that.
0: So, glad they fixed that. Um, Crucible. Here's Iron Banner. Removed skill-based matchmaking listing from the Iron Banner tooltip. It has been changed to connection-based matchmaking along with the rest of Crucible since June of 2020. Good to know. Um... Survival. Life count changed from 6 to 4. Respawn time changed from 7 seconds to 5 seconds, consistent with rule set prior to Beyond Light. I did not know that was the rule set before Beyond. I didn't know that was the thing, but cool. Good to know. <laughs>
2: um,
0: next is New Light. A Guardian rises. Destroying the Spider-Tank during the Divide phase will now progress the directive by 50%. and They fix an issue where veteran accounts that start a new character could not progress, be progr... Could not well English is terrible. There's not their strong suit, man. <laughs> this this sentence doesn't make any sense. I mean let me read this to you. That start a new character could not be progress or dismiss some tutorials. They meant progress. That's yeah, that's not that's not <laughs> correct. If <laughs> you wonder why I trip up on some of these times if you ever listen to if, when you listen to the podcast, if you ever wonder why. I'm reading this directly from them. This is exactly how they wrote it. Do you expect me to not read it right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Um Jeez. Yeah, right. Um Schism. Fix an issue where players could jump through a window during the what is that? Novoda. Novoda. Vignet? Vignet and block their mission progress? Maybe. Yeah, that could be it. I don't know. Anyways, it blocks their mission progress. Who knew? Um, <laughs> I didn't know. Cold Boot. fixing an issue where veteran players playing the new quest that could would cause a legendary weapon tutorial to persist through the entire mission. Yeah, I don't know on that one. Yeah. Um, Risk Reward Risk Runner. fixing issue where players with full energy weapon inventory slots would have Risk Runner sent to the postmaster upon pickup. How is that an issue?
1: Seriously, like, isn't that what it's supposed to do?
0: But I thought. Oh. No, and the weapon now drops an exotic engram during the mission, allowing players to clear room in their inventories if they wish to pick up the Risk Runner immediately.
1: Uh, oh,
0: so it just automatically sent it instead of just letting it drop. Oh, okay, I'm like, but I thought that's what it was supposed to
1: do. <laughs> Seriously? I mean, they couldn't have just combined those two
2: yeah. at all
0: points? Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, um... <laughs> next forsaken campaign, they fix an issue where players would see a quest full message when trying to start the forsaken campaign, forcing them to find and pick up a, the quest at the quest archive in the tower before proceeding. That'd be annoying. It'd be really fucking annoying. But, uh... Nah. Pretty good to know. I don't know. You have anything you thought about that? Nope. <laughs> okay. Nothing. (laughs) Cool. Continue on with the next topic, then. So, Destiny Content Vault plus the Cosmodrome. So, this season, two strikes from Destiny 1 are making their entrance to Destiny 2 through the Destiny Content Vault. We have a quick update on our plans for the Cosmic Drone from the development team. The dev team says, Last summer, when we revealed our plans for the Destiny Content Vault, we were... where we would... well, where we cycle out older underused content to improve our ability to evolve Destiny 2, we also commit to periodically unvaulting legacy content, merging some of the best that Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 has to offer. That announcement included the reveal that the Cosmodrome would be returning, and that it would be fresh out, fleshed out to roughly Destiny 1, Year 1, parody. When we first shared our plans, we were still early in development and uncertain how far we would go with the Cosmodrome unvault. We were pretty certain it wouldn't include... The Plaguelands, but what about the other locations added in Year One DLCs? Or the awesome colony ship behind Sepik's lair with the Taken King? What about all the public patrol spaces? How much of Cosmo would we need in order to accomplish our goals of having a great space to tell the new Guardian origin story while still giving veteran players a big dose of nostalgia via some update to the Strike playlist? As we approached Beyond Light's launch, it became clear to us that we had a choice to make. After returning all three of its original strikes, do we invest more time and resources in bringing Cosmodrome to D1 parity, or do we switch our focus to building new experiences for Year 4 and beyond? Given that we believed we had achieved our original goals, and knowing the community's team desire for new content, we chose the latter option. But when we made that decision, we failed to properly update your expectations on f- for how far the Cosmodrome experience was going to be extended. And that was a mistake. So to clear things up, with the Devil's Lair and Fallen and Saber strikes returning, we don't have any active plans to add more to the Cosmodrome Then what is there? We'll be focusing on new updates over wall. We will continue to use the Destiny Content Vault to drive variety in the live game in the future. The Cosmodrome was our first big push, and later this year, the Vault of Glass return. We'll share more later this year. So that's interesting to hear. So That is any, definitely... Anything? Any thoughts on that?
1: Not a ton. Nothing really sticks out. All right. All right, let me pull up one saying
0: I got one thing to mention real quick on it. Um, I posted it somewhere for somebody. I can't remember where exactly. Let me just uh, quickly double check. I posted something about this the other day. I think it was yesterday. Um, but he was talking about. So, due to an issue where players could become blocked during the Fallen Saber strike, it is currently unavailable. We identify the issue and are currently developing a fix. We will provide an update when more information is available. I haven't heard anything since that that was posted, that was tweeted yesterday on the Bungie Help Twitter at 10:28 a.m. So, if anyone has any updates, please let me know. As far as I know, they haven't said anything about it. Yeah, obviously wasn't in the Twab later that day. So, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know. So all. Me neither. Next we'll talk about the uh, the next topic, which is The Chosen Ones. Um, never want to jinx a new season by saying things are looking good, so let's avoid that. Earlier this week, we issued a hot fix to address some ca- crashing issues on stream, and we have a few handful of new issues being tracked with Season of the Chosen content. Destiny Player Support has had a has a full write-up on known issues, workarounds, and fresh investigations below. This is their report. So, next Thursday, February 18th, a hotfix 3.1.0.1 will be released. And here's a timeline of events. So, 10 a.m., uh, background maintenance for it to begin. And then 2 p.m., background maintenance for it should complete on the 17th. Um, and the 18th, at 8 a.m., the maintenance should begin. Um, at 8.45, players are removed from activities and won't be able to log back into Destiny until 9 a.m., Pacific Standard Time. And at nine AM, Pacific Standard Time, hotfix will roll out. And at ten AM, maintenance should be completed on February eighteenth. That's Pacific Standard Time. So good to know. Now, here we go. This is what's all in the patch. So Salvenger Salvo, or yeah, Salvenger Salvo can now be reclaimed from collections. So if you have gotten it, do not delete it, because you cannot reclaim it.
2: Ooh.
0: Um, vendor tooltips will no longer say they require trials tokens to rank up reputation. Nom, the Whisper of Change Stasis Fragment will now properly grant damage resistance when standing near frozen enemies. Something between Challenger Medallions or Krabal Runes on the Hammer of Proving will now refund currencies used. Um, Steam Launched Issues We are currently investigating reports of players who are unable to launch Destiny 2 from Steam and will provide more information as it becomes available. Players who are affected by this issue should report it on our help form. Um, Beyond Light and Season Pass Clarification Players should be aware that Beyond Light Season plus Season Bundle and the Destiny 2 Legendary Edition include a single season pass, but that will be applied to their counterpart on purchase. These bundles do not include more than one season pass. So good to know. You only get one season pass mm. with that. So. I don't know. What are your thoughts on
1: that? Um, I'm not actually sure. And uh, it's good to know that you shouldn't delete the the ritual
0: grind weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It is good to know. So, oh, that's Thursday. Holy crap. They don't do a hot fix until Thursday. Damn. Sorry. I had to look that up.
1: <clears throat>
0: so good to know that hot fix ain't going to be until Thursday. Good to know. Oh, fuck. Um. <laughs> All right. No next is uh, known issues. So they've got Cabal gold is not dropping from raid or dungeon completions. Socketing the hammer provide proving prior to receiving a quest step to do so will not complete the step. Players will need to resocket the hammer to progress. Barrier Colossus champions in battlegrounds in the in battleground behemoth may walk out of their barrier shields. Cool. Ascendant Sharks I've actually seen that. Have you actually? Does it actually, Does do, do they still count as immune? Yeah, it's crazy. Weird.
1: Stupid.
0: That fucking suck, dude. Um, Ascendant shards from Crucible and Gamut Rank Rewards cannot be acquired with a full consumables inventory even if there's room in an ascendant shard stack. Good to know. The back half of the Bump and Run Sparrow is missing. I'm going to (laughs) look that sparrow up now because I'm kind of curious to know. I really don't know what the fuck that sparrow is. That's a new one to me. Kind of curious to know. You heard that sparrow before no must be new looks like it might be new but the back half of it is missing that's that's funny man that's funny um anyways strange uh warlock lucent knight universal ornament armor ornaments disappear from the appearance lab tab of the armor when equipped weird
1: when unequipped yeah
0: oh unequipped sorry um, Dune Marcher's linear Aquator's perk no longer activates which is wonderful because guess what Xur is selling today
2: <laughs> Dune,
0: Dune Marcher that makes sense right
2: good <laughs> bungee
0: sorry. sorry I just can't help it um, most armor mods including hand cannon targeting are missing from players inventories I have noticed that I was kind of looking for some of these ones and I'm like where did these go so good to know they've got a couple mods missing um, <laughs> the fourth, 14th Aminus ornament shows that it can be applied to Capri Sting instead of the helmet Same 14. I did notice that. I thought that was kind of funny when I saw that. I'm like, dude, dude, what the hell? What the hell? I saw that in the store when I was playing my Titan the other day. I'm like, what the hell? Why is this a Capri Sting? I, this is not a Capri Sting helmet. What the hell? I kind of want to buy it just to see if it actually will let me equip it to my capri Sting. Do it. <laughs> no. I, I, no, fuck that. i got to spend silver on good things. <laughs> Maybe the new ornament for the next exotic would be kind of cool. Um, uh, next is the Mantle of Remembrance ornament. Sh- show that it can be applied to Aeon Swift, but it's actually for Shinubo's vow. Good to know. Um... Step two of the depict, decrypting darkness quest will not grant a free umbral engram. I'm going to sneeze in a second. Sorry. Oh, man. That went. Um, when being completed on second character, this is intentional and players will need to play activities to find another umbral engram or acquire one from their season pass. That's fucked up, but it makes sense. <laughs> but I like how they're like, oh, yeah, this is a known issue, but it, this is intentional.
1: Yeah. Deal with it.
0: Like, I'm sorry. Why? What the hell, dude? Like, what the hell? Then why is it in the known issues if it's intentional?
1: <laughs> Whatever. Because obviously it's a an intentional issue. I guess. I think it's funny that makes sense. Do that.
0: I, just... I don't know. Anyways, um, next says we are investigating an increase in and eater error codes. Vanguard 8 Bounty Challenge sometimes it's not award Bright Dust on completion. The Cadius Ornament shows that it can be applied to Anne's soul, but it's actually for Obsidian Aspect, and Eyes of Tomorrow is doing less damage than intended, so it's not even doing the correct amount of damage. Awesome! Woohoo!
1: Oh yeah, it was huge, like the unintentional nerf of Eyes of Tomorrow. Yeah, it was unintentional, you
0: know.
1: Right. Bungo.
0: So... Um, next up is the closing out for the TWAB. They say, with everything going on, it's been hard keeping track of the days this week. Depending on your time zone and when you're reading this, today is Thursday, which means tomorrow is Friday. I think the team is pretty excited for you to get your hands on some Trials gear this weekend. New armor, new weapons, a returning favorite, and some perks to keep your eye out for. And here they go. They show you a picture of the messenger. The brand new pulse rifle, and it rolls with the brand new perk that has never rolled on any other gun, Besides Redrick's broadsword, Desperado. And for those of you who don't know, but Desperado is a very cool perk. Let me quickly find this weapon on my phone. There it is. But, Desperado, how this works is reloading after a precision final blow increases your rate of fire. With this being a high-impact frame, pulse rifle, it's only a 340. Damn, beat that fucking microwave, dude. Sorry. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Having Desperado will just make it go ten times faster, or not ten times, but a decent amount. Reloading after a precision final blow increases your rate of fire. And then you pair that with Rapid Hit. That's ridiculous. Or Outlaw, like it used to be. Oof. That's uh, Desperado and Outlaw were on Redrick's Broadsword, and that shit was Evil.
1: Super unreal.
0: So, it's kind of cool. I mean, I'm kind of sad they didn't bring in very many perks. I mean, I'm looking at the fourth slot, and all they get is Kill Clip, Celerity, Headseeker, Desperado, and One for All. And then for its third, you get Moving Target, Outlaw, Killing Wind, Zen Moment, and Rapid Hit. So, it doesn't come with a ton. But it's pretty unique. It's not bad. Looks nice, too.
1: Yes. It's pretty cool looking.
0: So... Um, and it says, even if you can't reach the lighthouse, you can start collecting some new gear from wins 3, 5, and 7. Don't forget, we have we do have a weekly bounty that grants the 3-win reward upon completion. See you out there, and go easy on me if you cross paths. Cheers, DMG.
1: So that was it for that. Do I mean, you have any thoughts on the closing out? <sighs> no. All I know is I'm terrible at trials, and we'll see if I can even get my hands on any of this stuff.
0: I'm never gonna get any hands on any of this stuff. The only time I've ever gotten into trials gear is because I've um <clears throat> been really me horrible and just jumped off the edge and committed suicide. <laughs> no, seriously, I grabbed the three win bount- the three bounty the the three win bounty. Uh huh. And all it requires is you to complete matches. Oh. If you win rounds inside the match, you actually earn more progress, but. If you just jump off the edge and die, you you also get you get just a little bit less progress in winning a match. So that's one of the things that people do, and that's the only time I've ever gotten really most of my trials gear. I think I've done I think I've won one round. I've only done one time on my card. Have I gotten three wins? But it was a pain in the ass to get through. Really? Wins. Yeah. And this is Destiny too. I've never even did Destiny one trials. I never was able to get any teams to do Destiny one trials. <laughs> so yeah but cool any story any more more thoughts no sir all right we'll we'll move on to the uh the patch notes because we're going to cover that because that's important shit apparently who knew we did not um Anyways, so Destiny 2 update 3.1.0. So this is activities. So, Europa. New landing zone has added and advertised ruins for all players who completed the Beyond Light campaign. So you have to complete the Beyond Light ca- campaign just to have access to it. Cool. Um, Dreaming City. The Reverie Dawn armor set now has reissued with new max power cap and the combat style mod socket. The Waking Vigil, Vouchsafe, Retold Tail, and Sleepless Weapons have been reissued with a new max power cap and new weapon perks. Or a new perk pool, sorry. Dreaming City weapons that have reached their max power caps will no longer drop once you have obtained the, the item once, allowing collectors to fill out their collections while ensuring the subsequent item drops remain usable in difficult activities. Fixed an issue where Petra's map icon could blink even if there was no quest to talk to her. Yep, that was annoying. Um, <clears throat> fix an issue where one-way connection to or temporary connections between areas weren't accounted for by the waypoint system. Fix an issue where one of the portals to the conflicts was missing. Fix an issue where some Shiro Chi log lines would play twice when picking up a troll beacon. Fix an issue where lighting would noticeably pop when moving between.
1: Um. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Riazulvia.
0: Is that what that is? I don't know what the fuck that is. And Harbinger Seclude, okay? It's in, the, it's in the Harbinger mission, okay? all you need to know um <laughs> fuck dude fuck. <laughs> that one's
1: that one's difficult
0: that's fucking insane dude like what do you expect me to read that what the hell come on um quest takes an issue where the taking acolytes were missing their void shields after during the malfeasance mission and they fixed an issue where it was possible to fight the ogre boss without triggering the darkness zone good to know um, dark Monastery fixed an issue where players some areas that were supposed to be private were in fact public, and fire teams could block each other's progress. Cool.
2: Good to know. <laughs> it's
0: fucking awesome, right? Heck yeah. That's exactly what we want to hear. You know, it just yeah, it's fuck everybody's day up. <laughs> Um, fix an issue where Tolan could be missing from the Ascendant challenges. Fix an issue where patrol completions of the Dreaming City weren't counting towards the wisdom of the Witch Triumph. And they fix an issue where Arm Carbonas were failing to spawn in Agnark Abyss. Or, I think that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> Agnark or something like that. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, English is not my first. English is not my strong suit, okay? No, sir. Um, fix an issue where Arm Carbonas were failing to spawn in the. Cimmerian Garrison or Cimmerian I
2: don't
0: know something like that um, fixed an issue where the lore of Luna Triumph was not progressing when completing Tolan patrols fixed an issue where the run the Gauntlet Triumph wouldn't progress when completing the time trial in the Cimmerian Garrison Ascendant Challenge good to know so well, that shit's done um, <laughs> cause the drone they fixed an issue where some rocks and grass were floating in the air I guess good for them I didn't even cool. notice it.
1: I would have preferred they kept that in
0: there. Who doesn't want a fucking rock floating in the middle of the fucking sky? Shit. Heck yeah. Let's turn that damn thing over. Fuck
2: yeah. <laughs> fucking
1: America. Mmm, <laughs> let's go. Mmm. Is the Cosmodrome America? No, I thought it was Russia. Russia. See? For Mother Russia! <laughs> I don't know. Rocks don't have the freedom to choose in Russia. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um.
0: Oh, fuck, we're banning Russia now, and I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry. Uh, fixed an issue where some fallen skiffs could fly through the environment during public events. Weird. Awesome. Oh, Tangled Shore. Weird. I don't know. Um, they fixed an issue where some one-way connections or temporary connections between areas weren't accounted for by the waypoint system. I can't. They fixed an issue in Hellrise Canyon where cracks in the environment were highlighted by a bright light emitting from behind a wall. <laughs> Great environment, guys. <laughs> Great environment, you know. Freaking um, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer fixed an issue where the tank summon pad could be could despawn. That's kind of fucked.
1: <laughs> Seriously, you <laughs> have to use the
0: tank to kill the damn thing, and yet here, boom,
1: no more.
0: Bye. Um, the Mad Bomber—they fixed an issue where a Dreg Pike driver would ignore the player. Well, damn, that's why'd they fix that? I know, right?
2: <laughs> Come on.
0: Oh, same reason they had to fix the whole uh, uh for uh Sparrow encounter in Deepstone Crypt because you know
1: can't be too easy yeah but so the new glitch that's in it Mm -hmm. is still pretty simple to do you just have to have one player sit in the the room as long as you put your sparrow outside of that or like the little airlock room yeah get onto it from the airlock You'll, okay. you'll get the shelter of the storm.
0: That's not terrible.
1: I'll have to show you.
0: Yeah, you'll have to show me. Hmm. But, uh, anyways, moving on. Onward. <laughs> the moon. The Dreambane armor set has been reissued with new max power cap and the combat style mod socket, as well as a dedicated nightmare mod socket. Thank you! Seriously. Um... All three alters of sorrow weapons, apostate, blasphemer, heretic, and the premonition pulse rifle have been reissued with a new PA- max power cap and a new perk pool. A mysterious disturbance. Fixed an issue where players could ass- accidentally bypass a trigger volume, end- volume and end up in a blocked state. Fixed an issue where the first combatants of the mission had their power levels scaled too high. that fucking suck. <laughs> Fixed a bug where some players' weapons could remain up, and up near Eris. I think I've seen this. I think this has actually happened to me. Basically what it is is your your weapon doesn't exist anymore. It just floats near Eris while you're running <laughs> around with nothing in your hands. And you can't shoot. Messed up. Yeah. Um, fixed an issue where the environment decorations were floating near the K1 logistics loss sector. Never noticed them. Um, fixed an issue where players could experience the Harp error code when approaching Eris on the moon. Fix an issue where a chess puzzle during Moon Free Roam could get stuck and not restart. Fix an issue where com- fallen combatants would spawn from a fallen from a hive ship. That's fucking cool. <laughs> that'd be so awesome, that is, dude. That'd be way too. That'd be cool to watch, man. What the hell are these guys doing? What the fuck? They're literal enemies. Mm-hmm. Are they? No.
1: See, I'm stupid <laughs> nah. um, in the
0: deep they fixed an issue where hive cutter would pop into existence without players playing its spawn visual effects cool what the hell is a hive cutter uh, is it a sword knight uh, never heard that term before but cool, I guess. I mean, I don't fucking know. Um, Symphony of Death fixed an issue where the boss could get stuck in an immune state in the fire team hard wipe during the boss counter. That fucking suck. Yes. Do you, do you know that quest? Nope. Oh, so basically, it's uh, But it, it would still an, suck. There's an exotic rock launcher you get from completing the Shadowkeep campaign mm-hmm. quest step Anyways, you had to go complete a boss room specific boss to get the weapon or part of a boss or a specific i don't know something some weird shit and it does have immune phases in it so that would fucking suck gross um cool next up is nessus Fixed an issue where one-way connections or temporary connections between areas weren't accounted for by the waypoint system and they fixed a floating patrol beacon cool dang it that's all they had um, EDZ, they fixed an issue where ambient squads could fire in the player. Ambient squads could fire on the player before they finished loading in of the Silent Fang mission. Fixed an issue where one way connections or temporary connections between areas weren't accounted for by the waypoint system. Woo! Um, fixed an issue where the combatants from the final encounter could respawn during the end of a mission countdown timer at the end of one of the Silent Fang missions. And they fixed an issue where some water reflections had graphical areas in cave areas. Good to know. Um, public events. Either resupply. Fixed an issue where fallen server teleport Attack was missing audio. Fixed an issue where a fallen catch could clip through the environment. Glimmer extraction. fix an issue where the glimmer extractor public event would occur too frequently in the GOLT on EDZ. Disrupt VEX construction. Or, not yeah, construction. Uh, fix an issue where Vex combatants wouldn't despawn after this public event ended. It fixed an issue where the capture plates could remain after all it was after it was too late to archive. Achieve. Heroic. But capturing them would do nothing. <laughs> I've seen that. <clears throat> um, next is Alter of Sorrows. Fix an issue where the altar of Sorrow music would play for players in the Altar Sorrow area, even if they were not engaged at the public event. Fix an issue where knight swords could spawn too high in the air after killing the knight that drops them fix an issue that prevented the ultra bosses from rotating each day saw that um, defend the warsat fix an issue where the public event would not always count towards public event completions for certain bounties and quests fix an issue where the ogre where an ogre boss in the Skywash area would sometimes teleport around the warsat Crowpod freeze. Fix an issue where the orbs used to trigger the heroic completion would continuously spawn after one vent was broken. Stop the ether ritual. Fix an issue where all the objectives and combatants in this public event would could could suddenly disappear if no player had engaged them. Taken blight, fix an issue where the rally flag and public event would appear in different s- spots in the area. Fix an issue where the public event might not always happen if players had previously engaged with the rally flag. Cool. Ah, so much in the past notes. My word, dude.
1: Seriously, what is this?
0: How much more do we got? Oh, A wow. good amount. Damn. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, eating something. That bad I to do this right now. Girls got cookies. That's all I gotta say.
1: That's important
0: wife told me before we started the podcast she's like our girl our girl scout cookies came in i'm like yum and she's like here take these two boxes with you (laughs) like fuck are you trying to fatten me up or something damn heck yeah so i had to have one of those cookies they were staring at me anyways strikes word of nothing fix an issue where a minotaur mini boss could teleport to attack the players too early before the shield that it was supposed to block it came down <clears throat> Fixed an issue where the lift tube could ca- close after the first member of fire team went through, preventing the other fire team members from proceeding. Fixed an issue where the strike boss was facing the wrong direction during some animations. Fixed an issue where some combatants would could pop up in existence instead of spawning properly with animations. Fixed an issue where players could progress too far without putting a pulling, putting a lever and then having to backtrack to find it. That fucking suck. Alright, so inside terminus, fixed an issue where the fire team could get stuck behind a locked door after a hard wipe, to fix an issue where the boss could fall, fail to teleport away and players could not proceed, forcing them to quit the strike. Scarlet Keep fixed a bug where a line of dialogue would sometimes not play. Like a okay. shadows Yeah, right. Uh, like a Shadows fixed some bugs with the waypoint location to fix an issue where it was possible to bypass the trigger volume and break the mission flow, blocking the fire team from progressing. A corrupted. Fixed an issue with waypoint locations. Fixed an issue where players could encounter mission environment. Missing environment objectives if they backtracked to the elevator. Brutehold. Fixed an issue where some combatants would pop up into existence without showing proper anime visual spawns. Fixed an, an animation issue where a high barrier would briefly prop back into existence before despawning. <clears throat> <clears throat> the, the inverted spire fixed an issue where platforms could despawn and players in fire team could get stuck in a cistern area if their fireteam went too far ahead. Exit is crash, fixed an issue where players should have be, been pulled to the boss room to join their fire team, but instead seeing a countdown timer and dying. Good to know. Crucible tokens and crucible token gifts have been depreciated. Crucible valor rank rewards are now visible in Lord Shacks. Maps, Bannerfall, fix an issue where the Bannerfall Crucible map would sometimes di- display the incorrect name. Burnout, Warm Haven, and Midtown, fix an issue where map music would, not play, would play too early during the load screen. Radiant Cliffs, fix an issue where the map name was missing from some screens, and they fix an out-of-environment issue. Twilight Gap, fix an issue where players could get caught on an invisible geo. Exits Blue, Javelin 4. Fragment, Midtown, and Dead Cliffs, fix an out-of-environment issue. Gambit, Gambit Infamy Rank. Rewards are now visible on Drifter. Raids. Raid reward sources now include masterwork materials as falls, Enhancement cores and prisms now have a chance to drop from hidden chests and last Garden guard in Descent Raids. There, on a weekly lockout per chest, per raid could, could not be infinitely grinded. Now I have something to point out on that right there.
2: Hmm.
0: Let me find the tweet <clears throat> that I sent out. To somebody real quick here so weekly raid feet um future raid or featured raid. sorry <laughs> yeah these are a weekly lookup, but Yeah, we have here said DMG tweeted this I don't know what day it was I didn't take a screenshot of the day But it says This is an errant patch note Which will be removed Freakly featured raids Were not intended to be released With season 13 But this is something the team is Targeting for a future season Once more information We'll let you know Checking with the team It's looking like Core slash prisms Being added to secret chest Was intended for this release And should be live now So There is that There it is So, I don't know if you knew this, but back in Destiny 1, near its final year, after year three, um, in year four, as they call it, it was called the Year of Triumphs. Mm Mm-hmm. And basically, what they did is they took every single raid and they put it into a weekly rotation to where it was like challenge mode, basically, and it gave you better stuff. Oh, nice. Like, rewards were better, which you did it in those weeks. So... You know that's that's what they're talking about with the, when it comes to the weekly ro- raid, raid rotation thing.
1: That'll be cool. Yeah,
0: it'd be fun. it should be fun. Um, ascendant shards are obtainable via a reward from a weekly director ch- ch- challenge connected to our feature raid. So yeah, there's the part about the feature raid. That's not going to happen anytime. Um, a senate shard weekly director challenge it requires players to complete all encounters of the featured raid before paying out. Um, Those two, you can ignore. They were supposed to be removed, but they were not. This is actually, I pulled this patch notes from today. This is not Mm the day before or whatever. This is actually from today, so they didn't remove them. Um, I I posted that tweet on Wednesday. So they still haven't removed them. Um, Nice. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Next up is last wish encounters and challenges should now award the intended standard XP amounts. Fix an issue where players could experience network desyncing. Fix an issue where some night combatants would spawn inside of a wall. Fix an issue where too many be taken to captains were spawning during the river encounter. Fix an issue where the Morgeth and Spire Keeper would pop into existence with within views of the player. Fix an issue that allowed the fire team to skip some platforming gameplay once the first player in the fire team got through. Fix an issue where players could die after clearing the platforming encounter and have to redo the platforming gameplay. Fixed an issue where killing, an eye, killing a second Eye of Riven at just the wrong time would break the encounter and force a restart. Fixed a bug where a drift or dialogue line would play even if you hadn't activated the relevant wish. Fixed an issue that would prevent the Strength of Memory challenge from being completed. Good to know. Uh, guard of Salvation. Fixed an issue where the final music was not always playing at the proper times. Deepstone <laughs> Drift a one health bar should exhibit less rubber banding behavior. Free rolls. Yeah, right? It's really fucking annoying. I hated doing that. Yes, it is. Ugh. When I'm doing A-Tracks and all of a sudden the health goes back, I'm like, what the hell? You're dead. Seriously, that was you the worst. You dead. <laughs> or whenever we go into the, the final stand sections, and there's a couple of times that it didn't actually take us to final stand. We didn't have, we like just barely had almost just a little bit over and did the rubber band yep. thing, and it pulled it back up quite a bit. And I'm like, "Fuck!" And all of our teammates were already up top. Yep. Yeah, it sucks. So now, since I'm downstairs, the guy that's for scanner, I usually just tell people, I tell my team, just, "Hey, go upstairs." Just, I'll stay down here just for a little bit longer, in case something happens like that, and then I'll just come up after I do that.
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: they don't need all my DPS. I'm only—it's only one person they're losing. Yeah. Um free room scanner argument will now be removed from players when starting the first grading encounter. Sorry, I just wanted to keep going. I'm on a roll. Just keep going. To, I just need to keep going. Just need to keep going. I got a lot more to go, man. Holy just fucking throw them out there. shit, dude. Alright. It's like it never ends. And doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's ending any any anyways. So Oh jeez. Dungeons Shadow Throne. Shadow Throne chests will no longer drop items that have been reached their maximum power caps. Reverie Dawn Armor that drops in the Shadow Throne Dungeon will have a roll with higher stats comparable to Raid Armors. Dreamy City Weapons that drop in the Shadow Throne Dungeon can roll with perks that are unavailable from drops from other reward sources. Fix an issue that where music might not play during the final encounter. Fix an issue where a door could be get stuck, locked, and prevented players from progressing. Pit of Heresy. Pit of Heresy chests will no longer drop items that have reached their max power caps. All essence quests will have the same will still have a drop chance to drop from the pit of heresy encounters. Dream Iron Man. Wow! Well, l- 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 Dreambane armor that drops from the Pit of Heresy Dungeon world with higher stats, comparable to raid armor. Weapons that drop in the Pit of Heresy Dungeon can roll with perks that are available from drops from other reward sources. The final pit chest in Pit of Heresy will no longer drop a fully mass-worked Dreambane armor piece. Instead, the Dreambane armor piece that drops will have a seven armor energy and is guaranteed to drop at least with a sixteen, with a plus sixteen in two different slats and higher stats overall. Dreambane class items will no longer drop from this chest. Fix an issue where some where where relics could have incorrect visual effects. Fix an issue where audio was missing from some high barrier objects. Prophecy. Fix an issue where the boss combatant might not disappear properly, and after completing the encounter. Fix an issue where fire team members who stay behind in the Drifter ship could be locked out of the dungeon when their team presses forward. Fix an issue where pillars of light could show progress on the wrong object. Fix an issue where pillow, light pillar visual effects were offset from certain platforms. Fix an issue where the Kill of Echoes boss teleportation from a- animation and VFX wouldn't sync up with the actual teleport, causing some odd animation. Fix an issue where players' ghosts could appear in the I- inaccessible location if they died shortly after stepping through a teleporter, forcing them to wait 45 seconds before spawning. Fix an issue where joined-in-progress players would spawn way back at near the beginning of the dungeon if they joined late. Fix a bug where players could pick up moats without receiving credit for it. Fix an issue where a be- devoured ogre would sometimes teleport to the players if they moved to move too far away. Fix an issue where two of the moat-gathering rooms would prevent players from responding with them. Uh, general, fixed AI behavior bugs crossed numerous activities where combatants could be found standing still, teleporting, or moving to the wrong location. Fixed an issue where some lost sector combatants' power levels were too low, sometimes lower than the same combatants in the public free-room areas. Fixed an issue where the incorrect name was shown above the health bar for various named combatants in various activities. Anything to say on that?
2: Nope.
0: Cool. My mouth is killing me right now. Does not want me. It wants me to shut up now. (coughs) My facial muscles actually hurt, dude.
1: (laughs) Uh, So
0: much reading. Um, UI and UX. So general fixes. Collections categories now allow players to mark all new items as seen. To clear the new item or indicator for that category. You can now just go over the category and hold X. And it fucking gets rid of the damn thing. Dope. Love it. Vault has a button with information about how to access the Destiny Companion app and others built by the Destiny community. Menu header bars correctly stretched to widescreen monitors. Logo updated for the b team, formerly known as Doc. Shout out to the folks who've kept our services running for years and cheers to many more. Fixed an issue where sometimes the legacy triumphs are displayed when first accessing the triumph screen. Subclass toggle icon now correctly displays in an inactive state when equipment is locked. Updated stasis aspect fra- fragment display to correctly show zero slots. A reverse economy. Weapons and armor ornaments will no longer be gained on player env- entitlement state. Weapon, armor, armaments, tooltips in the store now clearly indicate when a parent item is not owned. Don't know what that means, but okay. Oh, when, a weapon, yeah. when you don't own a weapon. Like an exotic weapon or we- exotic arm piece. Or... Mm. I guess that's cool. Um, fix an issue where certain arc and sword grenades would apply their hit visual effects to animated doors and floors. Fix an issue where using shiver strike near stasis crystals would could send you into the stratosphere fix an issue where certain abilities near stasis crystals could push you through a closed door damn it fixed that one too um fix an issue where Sunbreakers, yeah right some would trigger roaming flames with solar sword kills fix an issue where sentinel shield single attacks via heavy attack input did not consume super energy damn did not know that was the thing um Fix an issue where players could be damaged by the shatter of their own stasis crystals if the opponent had Whisper of Fissures equipped. Fix an issue where Wyrmhaas Crown and Vesper of Radius could trigger their perks upon breaking out of stasis. Fix an issue where dust-filled grenades can freeze stasis crystals and barricades. Improved reliability of Frost Pulse Aspect when enemies were on a different elevations. While using Jumper or Cold Shoulders, Glacial Quake's Super, super Melee Attack is now also mapped to LT-L2 for accessibility. Decrease the height at which Glacier Grenades will launch the player who threw them. Dustville Grenades can now kill to prevent players from using the continuously trap others in stasis. Oh, cool. Um, ice Flare Keep. Bolts no longer grant grenade energy when shattering a frozen target. Ensure the Ice Flare Bolts correctly task the number of Seekers created before going on cooldown. Good to know. When playing with the controller, the input for breaking out of stasis freeze is now double press B or Circle for all classes. The controls for the breakout action can be changed via controller remapping. Seriously. Yeah,
1: that's so weird how they decided to do that. It was well, different, like between the three classes.
0: Well, yeah, it was different between all three. I mean, there's only two classes that had the same one, and that was the Hunt, the Titan, and the and the, the Warlock, because it was based. I was I assuming how they did it is they based it on the. Uh, their class ability. (laughs) Cause I noticed that the Hunter was the only one that had the double tap B this on Xbox. And I think it's weird that they did it that way. I feel like it should have been either double tap B (laughs) for all three or just hold B for all three. That's why I couldn't break out of stages the other day. I didn't realize they fucking changed it. (laughs) I'm sitting there doing cruise when I get frozen. I'm like holding B. I'm like, why is this breaking me out? What the hell? That makes sense now actually. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Thanks Bungie. Um the controls for the breakout action can be changed via control remapping. Um Stasis Freeze increase the damage frozen players can take before shattering them from 100 HP to 200 HP. When frozen by Stasis, players now take 50% less damage from primary weapon ammo. Uh, when frozen by Stasis, players now take 50% more more damage from special ammo weapons, heavy weapon ammo, and non-stasis abilities. No, we're planning in more in-depth abilities tuning past, but in the meantime, we've implemented this change to increase players' chances of surviving during being frozen. frozen stasis, fro, when frozen by stasis, AI combatants now take 5% less damage from primary ammo weapons. Frozen by stasis, AI combatants now take 5% more damage from special ammo and heavy ammo and non-stasis abilities. Withering Blade. I don't know what that's on. Is that the one of the <sniffs> knives, I guess? I don't know. Withering Blade. I don't know which one that one is. Anyways, no <laughs> longer. What's that? I don't know. No. Um, Withering Blade no longer does critical headshot damage. Increase the base damage from 60 to 90. Melee lunge range reduced by 1 meter when Withering Blade is charged. Allow players to more reliably use Withering Blade when close up. Handheld Supernova reduced self damage from 100% to 25%. Cool. Armor. Reduce the cost of Deep Stone Crypt raid mods significantly. Thank you! Holy Sweet. shit! Those raid mods were like, what, six each? Yeah! You could They're never run easy. anything else, and your build would be completely destroyed if you had them.
1: Yeah, it's just like, not even gonna run that.
0: With the Taking Charge mod equipped, you will no longer pick up orbs of light if you are already at your maximum charge of light stack. Orbs Power, sorry. The Uncult Arm exotic pieces for all three classes have been redesigned and now feature selectable role-based mod perks oriented towards teamwork. The overshield buff timer granted from Mantle exotic will no longer be refreshed when a titan is, not, is shot by allied players in PvE. Yo, wait, you can do that? What? That was a thing? Aw, oh, man, they fucking took that away from me. What the hell? <laughs> Didn't even know that was a thing. I knew if enemy combatants, if they shot you, it would refresh the, the timer, but I didn't know if your allies shot you, it could do the same thing. What the fuck, dude? Who fucking knew? Um, anyways, um, damage from enemy combatants and opposing players in Gambit Crucible will still refresh the buff's timer. Fix an issue where Dream Bane Armor wouldn't drop from above 1050 power until players completed the Shadowkeep campaign weapons holy fucking shit <clears throat> so much more to go holy crap dude holy fucking shit <sharp inhale> um catalysts of the following weapons have their sources and objectives updated to be associated with vaulted content oh not be associated so bad juju is Naomi's bird and sleeper stimulant the huckleberry world well on zero players lance celesto legend of acryst skyburn's oath and they fix an issue with stern's a perk stern will net once again reload any equipped special slot weapon on kill, provided the special weapons clip isn't full already, and there's res- re- available reserve ammo. Bow weapon kills or multi kills no longer incorrectly progress the fusion rifle calibration bounty from Banshee. Good to know they did that. Fixed an issue where preventing that merciless was increasing its charge rate now from increasing its charge rate on non-lethal hits. This also fixed an issue affecting the exotic perk of Jade Rabbit, Ariana's vow, Cold Heart's perk not triggering when shot through a Sidon's rampart barrier, and Mulligan activating on hits when used on anti-barrier rounds fix an issue that caused line in the sand to have broken gear and play the wrong reload animation fix an issue causing Thunderlord to poss- possibly and possibly other weapons to not render their scope and or reticle um, weapon archetype changes rocket launchers um, increase rocket launcher damage by 30% against mini boss tier enemies and above exotic rock launchers have adjusted injury and are affected by this change to different degrees uh much longer i was done um
1: so much more What, three pages four
0: pages oh fuck you don't want to read all this shit you want to read them for a little bit
1: i can read them Me cool. too. go for it go for it we're on fusion rifles now Fusion Rifle. Increased Fusion Rifle damage falloff start distance by an increased amount based on range. 6% with 0 range, 16% with 100 range. Reduced camera movement from firing a Fusion Rifle by 9.5%. Breach Grenade Launcher. Breach Grenade Launcher projectiles will now detonate on impact with enemies even if holding the trigger. Submachine gun. Reduced camera movement from firing an SMG by 24%. Pulse rifle. Reduced camera movement from firing a pulse rifle by 7%. Machine gun. Reduced camera movement from firing machine gun by 9.5%. Sniper rifle. Scaled flinch from damage from other players while aiming a sniper rifle by 1.6 times. Sword. Damage against mini boss tier enemies and above reduced by 15%. Aunt Perks Demolitionist added a short cooldown on the reload effect. Mouse and keyboard recoil scalers. Reduce the recoil scaler on mouse and keyboard previously previously mouse and keyboard had 40% less recoil than controller. This change brings mouse and keyboard closer to controller. It affects these weapon archetypes. Auto rifle, scout rifle, pulse rifle, submachine gun, hand cannon, machine gun. Exotics: Fix certain exotic weapons losing the buff when pulling out a ghost shell. They will still lose the buff if you stow them. Ace of Spades, hawk Hawkmoon, Final Round only. Borealis and Hard Light now have a custom short animation for switching damage type. Increase damage fall-off distance by 1.25 meters in both hip fire and aim-down sights. Reduce maximum buff stacks from seven to five. Each stack now grants more of a damage bonus, extended buff duration slightly. Power and progression, updated power bands: power floor 1,100, soft cap 1,250, powerful cap 1,300, pinnacle cap 1,310. When below the soft cap, increase the upper limit of power upgrades. Drop from weekly powerful sources. Increased XP rewards for the Last Wish Raid to match Garden of Salvation and Deepstone Crypt. Fixed an issue where the power preview for some vendor items did not match the power of the gear received. Player Identity. Several title seals now support gilded titles. After completing the base triumphs and claiming the seal, several gilding triumphs become available. Completing all the gilding triumphs changes the title to its gilded state represented by new color and icon and menus and player waypoints. The title only remains gilded through the remainder of the season, as Gilded Triumphs will be reset at the end of each season. This functionality exists for these titles, Gambit, Dredgen, Crucible Unbroken, Nightfall, Conqueror, Trials, Flawless. New titles were made for Conqueror and Flawless that support gilding. The base triumphs within these title seals can be completed in any season. Players who have completed triumphs associated with previous versions of the Flawless or Conqueror titles will have those completions applied to the new versions of their titles' triumphs where applicable. Triumphs to complete Flawless carries in trials no longer require the person being carried to never have gone Flawless and now require that they have not gone Flawless during the current season. Fixed an issue where players could acquire more currency for acquiring fragments than there were fragments in the game. Bounties and Pursuits. The Exo Stranger has a new Stasis Aspect quest available. Requires Beyond Light ownership, campaign completion, and acquisition of all prior Stasis Aspects from the Stranger. Reduce the completion values for many Stasis Fragment Pursuit objectives to be less frustrating platforms and systems pc switching teams during a private match has been moved to shift key remove the notifications and sound options that didn't do anything consoles remove voice chat volume slider setting that didn't do anything and then general season of the worthy eververse items have been added as potential drops in the bright engram spider now sells glacial star Wars and spinfoil spider and the gunsmith no longer accept phase glass needle alkane dust simulation seed or seraphite remaining phase glass needle alkane dust simulation seed or seraphite can be turned into spider for small quantity of glimmer
0: i'll tell you what the small quantity Star- is too of it is, is a
2: hundred
1: it. glimmer each that is a small quantity
0: it is a small quantity i looked at it. i was like damn I had a couple of them I had to turn in and I'm like, I'm just going to get rid of them while I have a chance. And I was looking at how much he gave me. I'm like, damn, that's it? It's all i for <laughs> this boy, shit is 100 bucks." <laughs> what a bite. Fuck, man. It wasn't worth shit.
1: All right. oh, I'm sorry, Shoot. I just had to throw that out there. I want to make sure everybody knew. No, you're good. We'll finish this up. Starter gear has been removed from Soraya collections version of the generalist ghost shell now has full ghost mod and masterwork functionality risk runner has been removed from Xur's vendor pool as it's tied to a new light quest legendary engrams can no longer be claimed from the season pass rewards when inventory and postmaster are both full rathborn hunt trail improved to better support colorblindness. Fixed an issue where players could sometimes receive no reward from Dreaming City weekly bounties and Shattered Throne encounters. Fixing this required the removal of very rare fixed roll drops of the Dreaming City Scout Rifle and Sniper Rifle. Oh, damn. Ah. (sighs) Lastly, localization. For Season of the Chosen, some of the localized voice actors were Recast permanently or temporarily due to ongoing challenges imposed by the pandemic. Permanent recast. Spanish Mexican voice actor for ghosts permanently replaced. Temporary recast. Polish Zavala voice actor temporarily replaced for season of the chosen by sound alike actor. Russian ghost voice actor temporarily replaced for season of the chosen by sound-alike actor. Brazilian Osiris, voice actor, temporarily replaced for season of The Chosen by Sounded Like Actor. We intend to return to the original cast as soon as possible. So,
0: that's interesting. I thought that was kind of interesting to hear.
1: Oh, I know, that's a lot to
0: read, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a lot to read, dude. Try doing both the TWAB <laughs> and doing the fucking PASS notes, man. My mouth hurts. <laughs> yeah,
1: I got cotton mouth now.
0: I was trying to speed through it, dude. I was like... Go, go, go. That's why I kept throwing you in there so I could take a quick break and get a swig of drink or something, you know? <laughs> God, fuck, man. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. So, um no, oh, cool. What were your thoughts on the TWAB
1: and some of the patch notes we saw? Um, They paid attention to a lot of bull crap. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs>
0: Way Lotter. too much attention.
1: Like, come on, Bungie. Focus mm-hmm. your time and energy towards something that matters.
0: Right. Not wrong. Not wrong at all.
1: Ugh. Otherwise, I mean, there's some good things to look forward to.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel bad for the people that got to. Re- I feel bad for the the permanent recast for some of that stuff. Uh, but I'm guessing it was just better. I guess.
3: Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Awesome.
0: Cool. All right. Well, I think we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to uh, then be right back with our other gaming news. All right, and we're back. So we're gonna go ahead and do some other gaming news. I did it a little bit differently this week. i um, kind of in a hurry. The podcast was running a bit late this week, but uh, gonna read it just from our Discord. Um, but um, so as I talked about it earlier, but Lance Riddick, he's the guy that does the Zavala act uh, voice lines, and he he definitely went over that meme. And he voiced it for everybody. And there's an article about it. He's all over, like, everywhere you can think of for it. Um, and then, I, this is kind of funny, but on Gizmo, Gizmodo, I think that's how you pronounce that, or Gizmodo, or I don't know, something like that. Anyways, they state that um, it, this is just what's funny, but PS5 scalpers are claiming that they're a legitimate business. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. That's so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. It's it's that's I mean that's just just out there. It's just just out there, man. And then uh, so another one that's up here is uh, IGN uh, posted and wrote this article, but it says stolen CD Project Red files reportedly now sold after dark web auction. I don't know if you guys heard this, but there was a hack that's, that they had to deal with. And they ended up losing a lot of their backup files, a lot of their source code for a lot of their games. And it was apparently sold. So. Not yeah, good. No, 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 it's not. So there's that one. I do have one more. Um, which I thought this was an interesting read. I don't know. It's, everybody else might not. But it's from the the uh, The Onion. And the article goes, The End of an Era! Sony just announced they're stopping production of the PS5. And so I'll read this as is. I just want to read the whole article. But it says, Get ready to experience a rollercoaster of emotions. Sony diehards in a press conference early Thursday morning. The Japanese console maker ushered in the end of an era with the bittersweet announcement that they will stop production of the PS5. Wow, gamers. We knew something like this might might be coming. But that doesn't mean it make it any less painful to know that this historic period in video game history is finally coming to a close it was a wild ride but all good things must come to an end said a visibly emotional sony ceo kenrich kenichi ken, ken wow well, kenichiro yoshida pausing several times to collect himself while announcing the momentous decision to cease manufacturing the console we want to thank the designers and the game makers, but most of all, we want to thank the fans for everything that they did to make this the most incredible three months in our company's history. It was our privilege to bring the PS5 into your homes, he concluded. For fans of the iconic console, the decision, effective immediately, is an emotional moment that reveals exactly how far we've come since the consoles back way back in November 12, 2020. In fact, there's so much to remember, it's hard to even know where to begin." Most will think will think back to the infigable times they spent the titles ranging from 2020's Astro's Playroom to Neo 2 Remastered, also released in 2020. For us, though, our nostalgia knobs will always be turned up to 11, just remembering last year's cross-gen release of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Of course, it's better to go out on top than for people to grow tired of you, and we wish Sony all the best on their farewell tour selling off their latest backstock of consoles. And as much as we wish the PS5 could last forever, we prefer this to the sad spectacle of watching Microsoft trying to wring ra- a few more months out of a, the daubbering Xbox Series X. So, and it says that we, are, we for one, are glad to see Sony taking the classy way out. And though they might be closing the book on one of the most notable epochs in game video game history we can't wait to see what they're up to next now for those of you who don't know or don't read the onion is a completely satire news publication they create 90 percent of their content as joke articles i don't know did you listen to that at all jiggy I, I i couldn't tell i haven't heard anything about it but did you at least hear what i read yes Gotta love how they put that, though. And as much as we wish the PS5 could last forever, we prefer this to the sad spectacle of watching Microsoft trying to wring a few more months out of the Dobering Xbox Series X. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> I, was, I, like, I sent this to a buddy of mine who plays mostly PS5 or PS4 and whatnot, and I sent it to uh-huh. him. I thought this was a real article because I've never even heard of The Onion until the other day. So don't think of me being stupid. I just had never heard of The Onion. And I didn't even know they made joke articles, but I was really concerned. And he was like, I was, I told him, I was like, and he just started laughing at me. He goes, I love it. I go, why? Doesn't that mean the PS5 is not going to be bought and sold? And he goes, I guess you didn't realize the onion is a satire news column. They've been around forever making joke articles. I'm like, oh, who would have known? <laughs> but he posted it in his discord and they were all making fun of me. It was great. But I had to put, po- I had nice. to share it. I had to share it. I thought that was kind of funny so yeah interesting got any thoughts on the news it wasn't much this week
1: no it sucks for IGN though
0: yeah right or, you mean uh, you mean uh, oh, CD Red uh, they, they, I'm talking they yeah. stole everything they stole Cyberpunk's source code they sold, they, sold they, they took Witcher 3's source code and the unreleased version of the source code Oh no! Like unreleased version of the game. Yeah, it was. It yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. That's not good for them.
0: No, it's not. And it's only because they didn't pay the ransom. that it got sold.
2: Bunch of punks.
0: Mhm. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty bad. So interesting. All right. Well. Well, with that being said, we'll move on to our questions for the show. And we'll do with the, our first question being from uh, TDO117. He sent us one, another voice question, so we'll go ahead and uh, have a listen.
3: If there was a game that you guys enjoyed when you guys were kids, which game would you guys want back, but that gets complete a, a complete overhaul? Like the, the same thing that's in the game, but just... Like, reskinned or graphics are more explosive to your mind or to your eyes and all that. Which game would that be?
0: That was a really good question, TD. I, I, I think that's a pretty decent question. What do you think, TD? I'll let
1: you answer the question first, too. I'm trying to think of like a game right off the top of my head.
0: I got a few I could name, but I'll let's give... start with yours. Fuck, I don't want to do that. I was trying to get <laughs> you're the guest, man. I don't fucking care what I say. <laughs> Fuck.
1: I was thinking like the OG um, uh, James Bond games.
2: Oh,
0: they could yeah, they could be fun.
1: Oh man, I I remember the days just like smacking around oh. on. 007. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of fun, actually. I played one on
0: PC. I can't remember what it was. I don't remember anymore. But it had a multiplayer, and you could, and you could set it up to where I had bots and stuff, and I played it all the time. It was pretty fun.
1: Just played it with my cousins on their Nintendo.
0: <laughs> but, uh, me? I was thinking Need for Speed Carbon.
2: <laughs> Ooh.
0: That was that is one that Definitely. I would love to see them remake because that I have not been able to find another Need for Speed game that felt like Carbon. Even Need for Speed, the one they released, that was also another open world game, it did not feel as good as Carbon. The driving system sucked. Yes. Carbon felt so
2: smooth,
0: and even the graphics were terrible. One. It just was it, was. it was so good. Oh my word. <laughs> I haven't been able to find a game like it. It sucks. 'Cause I like I like free roam driving games where you could customize your vehicle and just drive around where you fucking want. So Seriously. I, it's like one of my favorite things about GTA is I could just get into a car, drive around and do fuck all.
1: I was just actually gonna say I wish they could like on the next release of GTA if they could go back to the whole cheat system. Oh yeah. Because, like, oh, the I cheats. That. You could
0: have some pretty good cheats on. Yes. And wasn't there a menu inside the phone?
1: Yeah, and you could save them all there.
0: Yeah, you'd not, you, you only had to error once. You could turn them on and off whenever you wanted. Yeah. I missed that. That was a no. fun system.
1: Yeah, they oh. screwed that up on GTA 5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no. But, no, I think that would be kind of fun.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, our next question is from Jealous. He's a really good guy. Um, met him over there in Guardian Downcast Discord and uh, came over to our Discord to hang out with us. And uh, he sent us a question. He says Do you have any gamer habits that transfer to real life? If not, then what is a gamer habit you have in general? So I'll let you answer, Jiggy.
1: Oh a gamer habit. Oh man. I know, right? <laughs> what is considered a gamer habit?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I mean I don't know. I Dude, I have no idea what a gamer habit was considered, dude. Like what the hell is that? I mean should be him.
1: This may not be a gamer habit per se, but it was kind of funny is when uh, Candy Crush first was re- like released on fuck. mobile, I would actually sit there, it was during, when I was in high school, and I would try to rearrange people in my classroom, like in my head, based off of the color of their shirt. What the <laughs> fuck, dude?
2: What the fuck? Ha ha ha.
0: Oh, that's great. That is great. Holy crap. Oh, man, that's insane. You can keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just I had to laugh at that. That's funny. That was that was great. I don't know. I, I I can't even think of anything for myself, dude. I have... I don't know what a fucking gaming habit is. Like... Can... Chalice, I know you're going to listen to this at some point. You need to explain to me what a fucking gaming habit is. Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, what exactly defines a gamer habit? Like, is it a habit you do when you game? Or is it just, like, something gaming-related? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I've got a lot of habits I do anyways. But, I mean, I can't. I don't know. You got to explain me more. I need more information. Please tell me more. But, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, thinking. I do do. I scratch my head a lot, like, in a weird way. I, like, I go real fast on my head and I just really aggressively, too. And I'm like, uh, nervous or overly excited I guess too I do it whenever I'm doing like crucible and destiny 2 or playing pvP I'll just sit there and just scratch my head real quick it's a weird it's weird don't ask me don't ask me at all I have no idea why but it does so but uh jig do you got any more before I continue talking and losing my mind
1: nope I got nothing for you
0: I can't think of anything else. I like, I, he didn't really do explain to you what a gaming habit is, so I'm not really sure like what the hell it is. But
1: yeah, I mean, we're gonna need some more
0: clarification on that. Yeah, when you listen to this episode, jealous, please, please tell me what the fuck you meant, man. You I know, mean, I appreciate the question, but I, I just, I like, what would you consider a gaming habit? I mean, mine sounds stupid they just scratching my head aggressively and shit. <laughs> Seriously, I've done it. I mean, I, like when I'm playing Crucible, I don't know if you ever noticed, but if, I'm, if you ever hear this on my microphone, that's what it is. That's <laughs> what that noise was. I'm scratching my head real quick.
1: Going ham on your dome.
0: I don't know why I do it. It's just, it's a nervous tick or something I do. I just do it. Like when I'm playing Crucible and I get stressed out or I get frustrated or something. Yeah, that's what I do. Crazy. Weird, it's weird. But, That's fair. Huh, I don't think we've got anything. This that was all the questions we had this week. So makes
1: right. my job easier.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll move on to the music for the playlist. I guess so. Uh, Jiggy, you want to go ahead and tell us what your picks were this week?
1: Yes. So, um both songs are by my all-time favorite musical group called Starset. And I stumbled upon them randomly just using uh Google Music. Okay. And uh you know, I I pretty I stick to like punk rock, heavy metal genre. And uh just kind of turned it on one night and it was right when I was starting to first date my wife and a song came on and it just like really hit home and just like, it has a really good tune to it. It's got good message. Like the lyrics are just super good. The the lead singer is actually a engineer and he's actually working on his doctorate. Oh, so he's wow. So his language is actually really... Professional and the lyrics actually have a really deep meaning. So, um, Hmm. but the song My Demons by Starset just really opened up this door to a different kind of like subgenre of metal. Yeah. um, Because, so Starset is based off of an actual group called the Starset Society and it it's funny that they the the society itself is they believe in um extraterrestrials okay. just because they've like received um transmissions from outer space which is true they have received like random radio signal signals and so they dedicate a lot of their time to figuring those things out right so but uh, the so My Demons was from their first album and it was actually it made like the billboards and everything it was like in the top 10 songs of the year oh, wow. um, when it was first released and then Other Worlds Than These is on their newest album and it's just my favorite song of the album nice man it's pretty cool Pretty
0: cool. Is there anything else you want to continue going on? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just had to. Oh act. no! Oh no! <clears throat> no. Damn, I feel really underwhelming because this is. I don't. I didn't really have much for my stories. I just had. I was listening to these songs on my way home from uh, Reno trip, uh, the other day at work. It was like late at night. I'm talking like six, seven o'clock at night, driving on these roads trying to go home. Like a four hour drive home, mm-hmm. and I was listening to music, and I just happened to hear Leviathan by Volbeat. And I, I, I like Volbeat's music, and this is a song I hadn't heard before from him, and I really enjoyed listening to it. And then I've never heard of Bush, the, the band Bush, but it was a really good song, really good heavy metal tune to it or hard rock. But it's The Kingdom by The Bush, or Bush, sorry, nice. It's, it's pretty good music, pretty good. Um, if Kai would have been here, he was going to put on um, Heavy Dirty Soul by 21 Pilots and The Phoenix by Fall Out Boy, but uh, he was not here. Um, I still have his previous songs from last week because he wasn't here last week either, which is House of Gold by 21 Pilots and Angelo by Theory of a Dead Man. Mm. So on here on as well. So he's got some pretty good song picks. I mean, they won't be added until he actually shows up to an episode. So who
1: knows? We'll see how long this list gets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna guess probably at least minimum of ten songs before yeah, we maybe. hear Kai's voice. The maybe. jester. Maybe. Maybe.
0: We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But no, that's cool, man. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on, man. It's been fun. Heck yeah. Enjoyed my time. <sighs> Hope you enjoyed it. It's been it. good. I know this is your first time I'm doing good. a podcast, so, you know. Time ever. And you've never listened to podcasts either, so. No. That's that's That that, that takes a bit. So, that's cool, man. Appreciate you coming on for your first time.
1: Oh, well, yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. But uh, before we end the show, we always like to give our guests the opportunity to uh, tell everybody where they can find you.
1: <laughs> like, Like, social media. Xbox? Like, I'm talking about like oh.
0: Xbox, like Discord, you know, that kind of information. Like, social media, if you ever use social media.
1: um, I'm mostly just off of Facebook. Um, you don't have even to give they're... your real
0: name. You don't have to yeah. do it. You don't have to give your Facebook if you don't want to.
1: <laughs> Not huge with the, the social media, but... Okay. Yeah. On our uh, Forsaken Brotherhood Discord and... Uh, you can find me on Xbox Live at JiggyJ035. Always That's... willing to throw down.
0: Both the GAs are capitalized in his gamertag as well. Just so you know. Um, That's cool, man. Got anything else?
1: Yeah. On YouTube. Nope. Like nope.
0: All right. Not yet. Not yet. Working on it. Working it, on it. Nice.
1: Maybe someday.
0: Nice man. Nice. Well, you know where you can find me. I am TFP Truth Lives across the net. Um, Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash truth lives. Uh, Gilded, it's TFB Truth Lives because uh, TFB will be moving to Gilded at some point. Um, we are now. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Truth Lives. That's a capital T, capital L, one for an I. Um, Discord is. Truth Lives, hashtag 4409. I'm trying to think about anyone else. Oh, YouTube. TFB Truth Lives. You can find me <laughs> anywhere across the the entire universe. My gamertag is TFB Truth Lives. That's capital T, capital F, capital B, space, capital T, capital L, one for an I. So, yeah. Cool, man. I appreciate you coming on. Can't yeah, anytime. Thank you enough, man. It was super fun to do it with you.
1: Well, it was definitely action-packed.
0: Yes, it was.
1: Very. And there's one little thing that I wish Bungie would fix in their with or that they would put in their patch notes. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's uh, for Kai to show up to the podcast. (laughs) Damn it!
0: Oh, I was not expecting that. I was I was figuring more Destiny-related, and then all of a sudden you just throw that one out there. Whoa.
1: No, we got to send this one off with a bang. <laughs> Damn,
0: he don't care. He's just going to go for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Freaking Kai. Uh, what, a jo- what a joke. Uh, what a good one. No, he's great. a good kid.
0: Good, good kid. guy. He's a good guy. I always enjoy talking to him. It's always fun to have as <laughs> co-host. It's kind of sad he wasn't here, man. It would have been... We would have had a lot more to discuss, especially against the lore. I feel bad for those who were hoping for a lot longer lore topic this week, but Jiggy and I are not good at uh, lore this week. So we were <laughs> we only ran for about twelve minutes of conversation before we were like, "Yeah, we're done. We're done.
1: <laughs> this one's over.
0: <laughs> uh, we're done. This is as much as we're gonna get out of this. It's gonna be twelve minutes of content. Good for you guys. <laughs> good for you. So, but that's good though. I mean, it's always good to have Kai on here, but uh. No, Jig, it's been fun. Appreciate you hopping in again. I mean, I can't say it enough. I mean, you pretty much, like, we talked to you like a week before, roughly, and said, hey, you're coming on the podcast next week. And yeah, (laughs) my fat that, actually. Fat. I can't even remember what you said. I think we said, what was it, Monday? I think it was Monday (laughs) I sent it to you. I was like, hey, you're going to be on the podcast on Monday. (laughs) Did you you give me an option? Yeah, by my
1: toes. Had Chinese water treatment, mm-hmm. all that stuff, and you're like, you're you're gonna be on this podcast, like, all right, fine. Yeah, I
0: did. I yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. Definitely. I didn't even give you an auction. I said you plan on doing the podcast this week. <laughs> 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 but uh, <laughs> no, that's cool, man. No, I'm glad you. Joined. Heck yeah, it's been fun learning more about you, and always welcome to have you back on the podcast. It's always been. One of our things. I mean, TDO came back on for a second time already. Who knows? Maybe eventually we'll have you on again.
1: Sounds good to me. Hopefully next time I'll, uh... know a little bit more about what's going on. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. It's okay, man. I get you. I get it. It's, it's not easy, man. Nah. It's a lot of stuff, man. So, yeah, uh, it's fun, though.
1: Gotta start Sunday.
0: Exactly. But, uh... This has been Truth Lives. And And we'll see you out in the reef. Y'all have a good night and stay safe out there and don't work too hard.